Try. It was almost like, decent. I didn't even try. You trying to go? I didn't even try. He said almost <laughs> decent. Man, it still was trash. Okay, y'all just. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 All right, Ed. All right, all right duo buddy. Eric Bellagin. Crew season podcast. Uh, Cruise Season Podcast, man. Episode 106. We are back again. Sin. Sis. Sin. Sis. Kenny T is in the building. Kenny Kyrie, welcome back. OT <laughs> I'm is here. in the building. Hey, y'all know Spook is in the motherfucking building. The Dean is back, little B. Nah, I'm Detroit AC. This is another episode of the Crew Season Podcast. 50,000 subscribers mm. on YouTube. Strong. How you fellas doing on this glorious Come afternoon, on, man? man? Mm. You're welcome. How does it feel to be them niggas, man? I mean, for, for me to be that dude, saying that. For, for my to face be. to be on the, the top of the cover, <laughs> <laughs> I blessed you. <laughs> 
Now, if you want another hundred thousand, put me up there, Nikki. No, oh, hell no. Bang, get that sword. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Trash. Oh, big girthy. Hell no. Well, shout out to all our subscribers on YouTube, man. We appreciate everybody for checking in. All of the day ones, first and foremost, and everybody that been tapped in recently, um, tapping into the shorts. Y'all been going crazy in these comments, likes, everything going crazy. So I just want to say, me personally, we definitely appreciate it. Um, thank you. Do we have any more house cleaning items before we open it? Before we open this thing up, y'all boys got any any you know thing y'all want to say or get off y'all chest before we get this shit started? <clears throat> I got a lot of shit to get off my chest. <laughs> Where you get house cleaning from? <laughs> you know what? House cleaning, man. House cleaning. Hey, get on here. I do got something to get on my. I, 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 I do got something to get on my. They Thanks for the awards. <laughs> Thanks for the awards and all that. But this will also be my last day with the group. <laughs> <laughs> I need y'all to check out my shit. The dean and the tape. My, my own personal shit comes every Wednesday at nine fifteen. <laughs> They'll never get a show. They'll never get a show. They podcast drop every Tuesday. I mean, God damn, my nigga. Um, okay, man. The deed at the table. Oh, so what that is on the blaze? That that was his name on uh the Temptations. No, that was Five oh. Beats. Five Beats. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, God damn. Ah, <laughs> flash. flash, flash, flash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. flash had a dip on the nigga, man. All right, today got some interesting things to discuss. First and foremost, man, I want to get into the submission video a little more. I feel like we got to address it on the live stream, but I didn't really feel like we got to unpack it too much. It was a, you know what I'm saying, it got, it got a bit volatile, to say the least. <laughs> so, I wanted to bring it here. I'm going to play the clip one more time for everybody who ain't heard it. And then I want to hear y'all boys' immediate opinion on it. Okay. A submissive woman do for her man? Everything. What does that mean? You know, like packing his bag, unpacking his bag, um, just making sure all the things that he wants. And like, I, I pretty much read his mind. So it's like if I know you and I study you, like I know how you are in the morning. I know how you are about midday. I know when you're in this mood, what you need. Like before you can ever ask me for something, I'm already on it. I mean, he's spoiled. And, you know, when I talk to my girlfriends about it, they're always like, oh, how are you guys doing? And I'm just like, girl, he's rotten. I'm like, he's spoiled rotten. Like, he's rotten. But I love that. Like, I want him to be that. I think my biggest flex is how I treat my man. Mm. And I've been known to love people back to health. And sometimes it's very draining. But my love is my superpower. And I used to hate that about myself. But now it's like, I'm just embracing it. Like, that's who I am. Like, if I love you, I can heal you. It's your joy. It is my joy. You know, I, I love to see him eating the meal that I cooked. I love seeing him sleep easy. Every night, like clockwork, I scratch this man's back to sleep. Mm. And I know when he's asleep because I can tell when his breathing changes. And some people might think that's psychotic, but that's like, I just know that's when I'm like, oh, I can stop now. But I find joy in being your rest, you know? So know what that means. And, and that works for us because he wants what I have to offer. What are you getting from all that you're giving? What are you asking for? I, sh- I wish you would have the most. The rest of the, that clip. I know, man. But you know what? I'm, I'm. Let me find it, man. I gotta find it. So what's the rest of it? I, I ain't even see the. Basically, rest. she gets to talking about anal sex. It's just called a spade a spade. Um, anal? she was saying it about how anal. she doesn't really enjoy anal sex, but he does. 
Mm-hmm. So she she's doesn't. willing to, you know, do what she has to do to make that man happy, even though that she doesn't enjoy it. And she doesn't get that much in return from him. Right. As much as she's giving, she's not getting that much. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think, I don't know verbatim, but. Yeah. Just a summary. That's Yeah, yeah that's that's what it boiled down to. But Kenny, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about her giving more than she's giving? Uh, and get, giving more than she's getting, pardon me. Mm. I don't know. Some people are just givers. I'm I'm not gonna say it's a bad thing because some people just give a lot. I mean, unwillingly. That's just who they are. They just like Damn. to love on somebody and just give them all they got right then and there. But when it, when shit goes left, you know, you're giving this person all you got and they ain't giving it back in return. Uh, I feel like you just need to be able to take that on the chin. Like, hey, I, I did it. I mean, that's what you could say. Hey, I did all I had to do. I didn't get it back in return, so hey, I'm not leaving this relationship saying, "Hey, I didn't do, I didn't do enough." Mm. I think that's the, that's the positive side of it. The negative side of it is that you giving all this shit, and you ain't getting nothing in return. You just draining yourself over and over again till it's like, damn, what am I getting out of this? But you saying you yourself don't subscribe to that type of? No, I'm not going. No, <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we got. I mean, I might give a little bit more, but you got to be giving me something else. And you know what I'm saying? I'm you can't just, something. We can't. <laughs> Shout out to Giselle. <laughs> I'm from round the way. What's up? No, I mean, I, I mean I'm, I'm going to try to give you more more than you're giving me, but it's a, you know, it's a, a battle between us. You know, we're trying to almost like a, a challenge between us, trying to give each other more than others giving. Facts, you know, not just me giving all my all, my all, my all, and I notice that I'm giving all my all, and you just sitting there reaping the benefits mm-hmm. while I'm sitting there struggling, not getting my love language or what I like. Nah, that ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work in the long term because load on down the line, ten years, five. I ain't gonna say ten years, three years down the line, you're gonna be like, God damn, I'm doing all this. What? Mm-hmm. You ain't doing shit to please me. Nothing. Start looking at that scoreboard, but see, some would say. You know, if it's love, why are you paying attention to the scoreboard? Mm. I don't think that's a scoreboard thing. That's just you, 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 you find you doing a due diligence to find out your partner's love language or find out what your partner is pleased in and likes and doing that. Yeah. If you can't find out what your partner is pleased with and likes and what their love language is, then that's probably not your partner or y'all not communicating well enough. Cause that shit ain't going to last. I'm telling you right now, if you can't find out what pleases them, what turns them on, what, what makes them happy, what makes them sad, you know, it's downhill from there. Mm. I want a divorce. It's coming. Okay. She, she giving up literal ass for nothing. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Just coming off that ass cheek for the look. I don't even know how I feel about that either. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I like anal, but she don't like anal. It's, it's not pleasure to her well, at all. Hey, like if I the sex is not hey, pleasurable, like hey, come on, fam. In my eyes, in my eyes, that's right, fool. She don't like it, and you still, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, she's agreeing to it, but st- she's for- forcefully. We no, nah, that ain't for- that ain't forcefully, man. She for the look forcefully. Let's nah, keep it. That ain't thing. forcefully, dog. She wants to be there. She knows if she don't come off that, they got. 50 million girls that will So I am forced 
in the way to nah. come off that. <laughs> oh, so come it's, off that. So it's coercion. coercion. It's coercion. That's what it is. Gotcha. I don't know. That's coercion. coercion. That could be said with anything then. Hey, hey, but hey. That could be said with I her mouth. If you don't take care of your partner, they could leave. I you. understand that. Anything. I understand that. But out her mouth, bro, she said, I do not like anal. But I only do it for him. To please her man. That's I mean, it. We do a lot of stuff that we don't like to do for our women. Yeah. It, do we really I, I, I don't do like it? For her. Do Come it. on, oh. Do Come we on, really? And we only we do don't it like for it, nigga. <laughs> unpack <laughs> that. Unpack. No. Nope. Clubhouse terms. We'll do you want right to unpack? <laughs> do a I lot of shit. I wouldn't park the vehicle. Don't give a damn about but I do it anyway. Out the love. Okay, so how do y'all how do y'all feel about it? Is it coming off the ass though? Is it coming off the ass? Hey baby, I just want to stick a deal though when you why you fuck with me, man. Would you do that if your wife liked it? As as a man. Whoa, wait, no, wait, whoa, 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 Exactly. Uh, nigga, niggas want to say, oh, ho, ho, ho. Now answer the question before you start thinking. <laughs> Repeat. Repeat the question again. I was about to get into something and I was like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. What did you say? What did you say? If she was like, hey, I want to put my finger in your butt, why are you fucking me? Hey, I like doing that. Would you do it? No. <laughs> But hey, that's me saying that's no. a choice. That's exactly. me but saying, she's no. saying, yeah, I like it. You know what I'm saying? I like me, doing it. And that's me saying so, no. So all right, and that's a regular chick. She now we're say, talking she about say no. Let, let's say you with let's say you with a Beyonce type. No, got that bread no all in my butt. You she know, that. you know she can have any dude in him. That's any that, dude. Well, it ain't gonna be me. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> find one there. Hey, you gotta find, find one. You find you got money, you got bread. But my ass is not fair. Plenty of men that love it. That's so fact. But but just in terms of, in terms of like her finding so much pleasure in pleasing somebody, do y'all feel like that's a bit lopsided, or is it just? I mean, well, let me let me let me roll back. Do y'all feel like that's her genuine no, thoughts, or do y'all feel like the bag is kind of affecting the bag the is affecting that? The bag is affecting it because if he was a man, even if he was making a hundred racks, she wouldn't be doing all that. You know what I'm saying? She wouldn't be doing. She doing it for the look. I don't know And that's crazy She got her own bag She ain't got that bag Well I mean she got her own bag though That bag ain't You could say it. whatever name She, she I, I ain't she got that over, bag I bet she make over a million dollars Okay But she ain't got She ain't got 80 million dollar bag She ain't got that 100 million with Cam Well 100 million dollar bag Cam Cam's got 100 million bag A million versus 100 million It's a totally different Yeah lifestyle. but yeah like she can only get Cam Huh? Why Jazzy is a bad woman? She is. She we ain't is. Say she ain't bad. She is. But we all see what type of man she's shooting to. And I like Jazzy. The, the <laughs> man, <laughs> the man she's shooting for. We see what he got. So that's her caliber dude that she gonna talk to. You get what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. So in a sense, she ain't gotta spend her money on a house, on no, no cribs, or nothing like that, no cars, because she got all that shit. But she could find out with any man in that. So in a way, that million clean, she <laughs> might be doing something smart. Yeah, I got a million clean every year. That's that's another conversation. But anyway, yeah, I'm my opinion, man. I think if it ain't even, I'm out. Uh, as designers, in terms of effort. Now, don't get me wrong. Like it's certain certain things I'm going to do more of than she will, but there are also things that she's going to do more of than I am. So it kind of balances out. But in cases like these, it don't sound like balance to me. It sounds like I'm doing seventy, he doing thirty. That ain't acceptable, in my opinion. But just like Kenny said. If she deems that as being a you know, reasonable ratio, then what can you say to that? But do I think it's going to last? Hell no. Because, again, if one person feels more privileged to be in the situation, that's going to start showing eventually. 
know what I'm saying? That 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 negligence, that you know, lack of regard, that lack of priority is gonna bleed out in the beginning. I mean, uh, in the in the end. In the beginning, everything seemed cool. We're so new, whatever. We both got followers. We both got money. We having fun, whatever the case may be. But just like Kenny said, after so much time, you're going to start realizing, well, God damn, like, mm. like this this scoreboard is a bit lopsided here. And not said, not said, not necessarily saying you paying that much attention to detail. Oh, okay, I did 60 things for you this week. You only did 35 for me. It ain't that. But you're going to feel that, that difference. Mm-hmm. When you, you know, making sacrifices and shit to appease them and then you they get the same opportunity to do so and say, hell no, nah, I'm going to do what I want to do. So, you know, in my opinion, that, that shit is a ticking time bomb if, if it's like that. But, you know, time will tell. I don't even think that was like everything that she named that she was doing was like an act of service. It wasn't no, that wasn't submission to me. Mm. Submission is, you know, submission is way different than that to me. I mean, submissive is shit, just... Cooperation in a sense Like You understand Like I've been saying before You understand somebody else Understands this subject Or whatever it is You understand it more So I'm leaning on you And your expertise Mm -hmm. For that decision Plain and simple And that can go in Anything It's gonna be Back and forth There are things That your woman Gonna be better at Than you are You are gonna submit To that You know what I'm saying Answer Or the the decision making That you're doing Right It's give and take Both ways So Whenever somebody hears submission, I'm thinking of like just cooperation. Can you be, can we work together as a team? How can we figure this out? It's going to be push and pull. So it's simple. It's not, everything she was doing was a, was an act. Mm. Packing his lunch, rubbing his back. That ain't, that ain't submission. Hmm. Besides, so, her getting a a point, sexual, besides her getting in a sexual position. <laughs> I don't agree with O a lot, but that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. That's a good point. <laughs> All right, we're gonna keep this thing moving. Uh, it was a story that broke on Twitter mm-hmm. recently. Um, <laughs> what are they lying about now? I'm a I'm a read these this series of tweets. Now it was this woman that you know posted a remembrance piece. You know, I guess you know a man died or whatever, and then they said, hey, yeah, we are gonna take this time to remember, you know, uh, Michael Stone, and you know. <laughs> All of the things that he brought to the community, blah, 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 blah. So apparently his ex, seeing this, retweeted it with some statements. Oh now I'm going to read, I'm going to read the remembrance post first. Oh my God. And then I'm going to read what she had to say to it. Okay. It says, remembering Michael Stone, dear family and friends of Michael Stone being remembered matters. This message you shared in Michael's guest book was meaningful on the anniversary of Michael's passing. Share another memory. Or condolence and help others hold Michael a little closer to their hearts, right? So his ex took liberty no, please don't do to share. Please don't. <laughs> I already know it. I already know what it's She going. took liberty. Please don't. To share, you know, a, a, a moment. Okay. She says, 12 years ago, this nigga took my car while I was at work to go pick up another bitch. And after dropping her off, my tire blew and he crashed my car into a light post on Central Avenue and died in my car. <laughs> let me finish that. That was, wait, wait, that was the initial wait. tweet. That was the initial tweet. Let me let let's read further into it. I didn't find out the whole story until a friend of mine told me it was one of her clients who he went to go see. And it was confirmed when I went to get my car out of impound and found her bank card in my totaled car, along with one of his shoes that came off during impact. Also found out he used my social security number to file taxes uh, in the state of Georgia and got ten thousand back. And now every time I file taxes, I have to have a pin number mailed to me for the rest of my life. But RIP to him. Moral of the story, don't be a dumb bitch. No matter how good the sex is, you might save a life. Also, karma is a bitch. 
she goes on to say he didn't die alone. Where he crashed was right next to a house that just so happened to be my co-worker's house. And they saw my work vest in the car and thinking he was an employee. And uh, he held his hand until he passed, waiting for the EMTs to come. This was 12 years ago. I've healed as much as I could from the situation, but ever so often I get reminders of this situation, especially during tax season. The plus side is uh, I grieved so bad during this time I lost 30 pounds that I was struggling to get rid of. Happy face. Last part, and I'm done. He crashed on Central Avenue and Crown Street. I was living on Addison Road in Crown. I was blowing his phone up because he didn't come get me from work. I remember getting home and hearing the ambulance and fire truck, but found out that it was him the next morning. The end. So I just want to get y'all thoughts on <laughs> what she had to it's say. It's a on cold game. <laughs> very cold. But I love it. You was doing some mission shit going down, man. Shit happens to you when you. Hey, I'm with it. I'm riding with it. I, I thought it was. I thought it was gonna be fucked up. I am speechless. But it was fucked up on. Yeah, it, bro. She got to get a pin mail to her to do her taxes for the rest of her life. I know, but because he filing taxes in her, is in that her real, name. Is that real, bro? You know, a lot of these stories be fake or skits now. Hey, it's hard man. to believe anything. I hey. think. I, I, nah, I, I think she posted receipts. So it is wow. real. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> Shit, boy. You steal another girl. I mean, you take your girl car from work. Because he stole it. Or yep. he took it. No, he, he dropped it to work. And then he was riding in the whip. He went to go pick up pick his up other another chick. chick. And he was supposed to pick her up from work, but he never came. And her yeah. tire blew. Tire blew and while he, he was with the chick. hit the pole and died. Hit the pole. He crashed. He, Look he at God. Come <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Come on, man. Hey. You know he was doing something bad with that other shit. <laughs> he was giving he her. He was giving her a ride to work too. <laughs> he was giving her a ride. All right. Maybe she was. It was raining. You know what I'm saying? Mm. She was on the side of the road oh. in the rain. He was doing a, a good deed. No, no. You know why? You know why we can't say that? Because the girl said that she can't pick up one of the coworkers or something like that, or uh, somebody that she did have one of her clients. So. Obviously, she was doing hair nails or something. Damn. Maybe she was taking her back to the crib to surprise her. <laughs> <hair too. laughs> There's a blessing in a storm. That ain't bro. none of my business. It ain't none bro. of my business. Bro. Then he stole her social security card and filed taxes in another oh, Got 10,000 back Got for 10 too. bands and, and was acting like it was just all his. Throwing it in her face. <laughs> He was saving it up And being house. stingy Man hey man Hey you spending too much money man. <laughs> Bitch that's my money <laughs> He ain't even spent it That was for a house ah. Yeah his house with the side chick He was, getting, he was building Bro that's never a cold got around to That's it. a cold way to go <laughs> <laughs> That's a cold way to go dog. Bro Doing some mischief <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying, bro. You was doing some mischief shit. Fail. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't, she, that was there. on some baby boy shit. She you over ain't there. Up from work. And she pissed off, blowing her, blowing his phone up, wondering where he at. He gone. Yeah. He dead. He supposed to be waiting. The whole he day going to pick her up from work. She at the job, struggling, mad as hell. He's dead. So he was struggling too for his life. Has <laughs> she been answer the phone? <laughs> he didn't call. <laughs> hey, y'all going there, Next subject we gonna get to. <laughs> nah, we ain't doing that. Let's get on to the next because y'all niggas wild. Up. No, hey, hey, niggas be fucking up, dog. I see, hey, all these stories that be coming out. I see what women be saying, bro. <laughs> these niggas ain't shit. <laughs>
<laughs> and then you fucked around and died cheating on. God damn. <laughs> what the fuck going on with you, man? What the hell? How you fuck around and die over some ass? Speaking of, speaking of. Yeah. No, Fair. that's all I'm asking, dog. <laughs> that's fucked up. You heard about the one in uh? All I'm saying Jersey? is, I'm happy my will ain't turning up the Because if that's that kind of karma for him, <laughs> God damn, my whip should have blew the fuck up. <laughs> See, he said, "How you die?" <laughs> all right, man. All right, bro. Man. All right, yeah, man. man. Hey, next subject, man. Prayers to Prayers all parties. I ain't praying for no You heard about the girl? Whatever. Uh, they had a boyfriend come to the store in Jersey, like Jersey or New York. I did. What? I did. Oh, yeah, you she couldn't that, yeah. afford something at the store, so Wait, she went and got her hard. man because her, her car was declining. So she went and got her man. Uh-huh. Her man come and raising hell or whatever, ended up getting stabbed, bled out. Uh. Yeah, but I mean, not only raising hell, he came in there talking wild to the man, right? And then the argument escalated. He went around the counter to the dude, pushed the dude down. He did. You know what I'm saying? Pressed the dude, talking trash to the dude, whatever. So the dude tried to stand up. He pushed him down again. Dude stood up this came time up. with the knife. Yeah, yeah. Hit his ass three, four times. You see blood going everywhere. Dude, you know, fell struggling for his life. My, my but thing the, is, the convenience store worker got arrested. And yeah, this is what yeah, the outrage yeah, yeah, yeah. is. Yeah, hold on. He got arrested. And then now he's on trial for murder. Why? Same thing. I'm that same thing we all wonder. How the fuck I'm on trial for murder? Y'all see on this camera, he pushing me on the ground. Yep. Well, put push me into a chair. But he pushed me thing. into a it chair. Wasn't, it wasn't life threatening. What? But cops can kill a nigga and no, nothing. Nothing. Man. Nothing. Get <clears throat> probation. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the law these days. That, that man literally fighting for his life because he fought for his life. As mm-hmm. Like when you think about this shit, I just so his girl money, she was de- her car was declining. Her EBT yeah. card declined over a bag of chips. Oh my god! I see that part. I, I, I didn't EBT know that. Part. Or you just saying? Wow, that? that's what they say. That's what I read in the comments. Wow, the EBT card declined. A bag. It was so if it wasn't, it was I don't care like, what it was. It was something like you in a convenience, but store. It's, it's, you in a convenience store. So you know what I'm saying? You ain't you ain't spending no real bread. But you mean to tell me mm-hmm. you mad because you can't afford this? Mm-hmm. When got her man. And then you go get your man, and instead of him coming do the rational shit, hey man, just let me pay for this shit. Let me get up out of here. He broke too. He ain't got no money. Well, he just, that's a problem. They was hungry for yeah. bag of chips. <laughs> Bro, so you got your nigga stabbed up. He did? Gone. Gone. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. did. He did. Yeah, yeah. So Don't you got your man stabbed up, killed over some bag of chips that you ain't putting no work in to get. And you depend on this, EBT. This is, this is a black man defending a white woman too. That's so crazy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm. See, that's, that's a whole nother dynamic. I didn't know that. That's a whole nother dynamic. I just automatically assumed. And, well, you get what you give. And I apologize for assuming. I'm, hey, hey, hey. You with the other side. You get what you give. Wow. Oh, now nah, it changes. Now nah, it changes. It changes. You know, I'm riding for my side, man. Fuck it. Oh, uh, yeah. I fuck uh, with the other side. Regardless. I'm riding for my side, man. Press to all parties involved. Nah, I ain't praying for nobody. I ain't praying for nobody. All righty then. Back from brief intermission, man. Uh, door dash was at the door. But the next topic, mm-hmm. it was a woman that was on a daily wrap up pod. Man, shout out to Daily Wrap Up, man. They be, they be showing us a lot of love. They, show, we they do have to collab with y'all for one sure, day for sure. For sure. What's up? Um, but yeah, so. You know this this young lady was you know they was talking about the idea of messing with a married man and. She was defending 
herself messing with the married man. I'm going to play this clip, and then I want to get y'all's response to what she had to say. Toxic to me? No. Mm. He does what the f I want him to do. He's not toxic to me. Is he toxic to his wife and his kid? Absolutely, because he's not. Well, why are you dealing with a like why? that, son? What can we do? His wife, Shit. Shit. What? It's you talking about? How is that not that's your not business? Business. Shay, bro. Shay, Shay, Shay. That's not my business. Bro, that sounds like Excuse me. No, you're not taking Shay. accountability. That's not so, my business. Uh, so, 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 if he wasn't cheating on his wife, why is that my business? So, what you yeah. cheated on me and bitches so, didn't feel like that was their business? Man. Why do I care if this man want to cheat on his wife? Man. Why, Eli? So, why, Eli? So, so what you be hold like? on? Why, Eli? <laughs> why should I care if this man want to cheat on his wife? <laughs> Thoughts? I actually respect it. <clears throat> I respect it. She ain't had to get loud, but yeah, yeah. The ferociousness point. in your voice, hey, calm down a little bit. But you do have a point because you she don't owe nobody on, on his side of the table no no loyalty. Mm -mm. That's on that man. He wanted to step out. Yeah. He wanted to have sex with her. She yeah. accepted, knowing what he got going on. Yeah, that's facts. So I, I, with what she said, yeah, I didn't like the way how she was saying it. She was going crazy. Well, that's like New York chicks. I'm, from what I'm hearing. New York is just naturally aggressive like that, so, so it's kind of better. I mean, we've said it before. We've talked about this, a similar situation before. So, yeah, man. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting scenario because I remember when I, I remember when O was 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 hitting that man wife, and he said something similar. Oh. 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 Say they say I ain't I ain't take no vows. Nah, I'm, I'm bullshit. But fact. the thing That's is this, right? Oh. This need to confirm. Allegedly, allegedly, we need to confirm or deny. Wow. But what I'm saying is this, though. In that type of situation, because you know we, we didn't have married women offer themselves to us, so it's like in that situation. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Do you owe the loan? Wait, 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 wait. Who, what? Bro, currently, I, I told, I told Paige this. I say, bro, you can literally have women like say, hey, man, I think you and your wife are, you know, attractive. And I would, I would you know, if y'all ever are interested in having an extra person <laughs> oh, no, I'm in just this saying, situation. Don't, don't include me in that. I'm a whole Oh, shit. Yeah. You never have you a married too? woman throw it at you? Nope. <laughs> Damn, man, gelato's pretty good. Nah, I don't hear about no enchiladas. <laughs> I don't hear about no enchiladas, man. I want the answer to the question. <laughs> but... I mean, but but in that scenario, if that scenario is presented, mm -hmm. do you feel bad for hitting the man wife? No. Why? <laughs> like, I've dapped a nigga up and all that. Now, if I'm shaking a nigga hand, that's totally different. I shouldn't even be, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I don't know dude at all, you know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I would expect a, a, another guy, you know what I'm saying, to, to think of it like that too, you know what I'm saying? Plus, that show you... Who your partner really is for real? <laughs> I'm trying to think of how I want to answer this. That boy good, man. That's real shit. That like, boy I don't trans. owe I don't owe you anything. <clears throat> I don't owe you so if you gonna be toxic and all that shit to your wife and you know talking crazy to your wife and all that, like she's saying, but you coming over here and you being a good dude to me, shit, the time that I, I get with you is cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So that ain't got nothing to do with me that, that you raising hell in your own household and then when you come over here, I'm raising that thing up. So I respect it, dog. The game is the game. And people be so appalled at the game. Bro, the game is the game, bro. Mm. Would I feel bad? Come on. Hell no. But I wouldn't do it in the first place. Mm. But would I feel bad if I just knocked? No. 
I mean, she chose me. Like they say, players get chose. That's real. That's just what it is. All right, Goldie. The game is the <laughs> game. Ain't nothing you can do about that. That woman opened her legs up to another man to receive him, put that thing all up in her. Mm. Yeah. You, there's nothing you can do about that, bro. It don't matter how good of a man you are. It don't matter how much you spoil her, how much all the right things that you do. Yeah. If that woman opened up her legs to somebody else. Yeah, if she want that thing gripping on something else, it's going to grip on something else. That's just what it is. I work. Yeah, I would say. I just hope when she's giving it out like that, it's really going. (laughs) (laughs) And squirting. And falling. And squirting. If you're going to go, you might as well go all the way with it. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a... I don't know. I mean, I think like the the younger me didn't really give a damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the older me, you know, now that I'm in a marriage and things of that nature, know how sacred that that bond is. I would I would feel bad because I know how far dudes is willing to go for their wife. Mm-hmm. That's my only hurdle of it now. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the day, when you're young and you just reckless, like, you don't give a damn. It's like, well, hey, wherever this shit goes, it's going to go, man. Your bitch chose me. <laughs> Now we can handle this on some, you know, gentleman type behavior. We can get into some gangster shit. Shout out to Goldie, man. Um, but yeah, but I think the the older you get, again, you just learn, you know, it's certain certain things that's just not worth the trouble. Facts. I can go there, snipe his wife down, whatever the case may be, a hundred times, and then you know, is that worth me getting shot coming out the club over? Was that worth me getting stabbed in the bedroom? You know what I mean. Her walking into the bedroom while I'm sleeping in the bed on some uh, what on some uh, what's call it shit? What the we just talked about. She's sitting in my home. Wait, let me explain. Hey, that's real. Can you imagine getting stabbed or shot, butt ass naked? Girl, I'm about to have a fit. But I mean, essentially, but we just seen the, the trouble store. Yeah, that's what happened. He was in the bed sleep. Dude, walk in, get get to wrestling with him, and he gets shot. So it's like again, you got to ask yourself, like, is it is it worth that just to have bragging rights? And you ain't even gonna brag about it publicly because real ones don't even brag about who they hit publicly. That's fine. But it's just to be like, you know, yeah, man, I, I hit his wife. It's like an ego stroke. Is it worth your life? Because these dudes will will literally end your life mm-hmm. over a woman, especially their wife. Man, that's, and that's gonna cause you to have trust issues down the line. Facts. If you can snipe another man's wife, you ain't gonna have no trust for no woman. Cause you like she probably praising this man, posting him on social media, mm-hmm. all bigging him up and everything, and then you sniping her down on the low. No. Yeah, I mean, just so many kingdoms done been brought down. Bro. Nails done. <clears throat> yeah, now now you you questioning everything now. Everything getting questioned. So yeah, that, that's how I look at it, bro. I'm just like, man, like, is it worth the trouble? When you get older, the more you start weighing risk versus reward, and the reward of sniping this man, wife, and and seeing what her tonsils feel like is not worth looking over your shoulder because he got a crazy ass mm. husband or whatever. The, or he love her so much he willing to crash out over. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. But at, at the same time, I do agree with what Smooth is saying in terms of that that holds a mirror up to your relationship. So in essence, dude did you a favor, but. You know, again, people are irrational when it comes you know, to their spouses. This, the girl probably don't know, though. Who don't know? Like the wife. Oh, oh no, nah, of course not. She mm. probably don't know yet. <clears throat> yeah, Ooh, that's crazy. You wouldn't die for this pussy. Because oh, I am. I am. <laughs> Me and my lady going through something right now. <laughs> that's real. He was dead serious, bro. Like, nah, I'm, nah, I'm good. 
I'm, I'm good. I got too much to lose. See, My life too good you for make that. it right now. Get your bitch ass out. <laughs> <laughs> now, see that right there, Wes. I was talking right when you said that. That, that might get you swag off, but regardless. All right, we're going to get into another topic, man. This, lady, this young lady was talking about how black women actually push black men toward white women. Uh-oh. I'm going to play the clip, man. I just want to get y'all a response as to what she had to say. Saying we, as black men, we get successful and get a white woman. Would y'all want to speak on that? I definitely, I definitely speak on that. And I don't, I, that's but, sad. Mm-hmm. That, that hits me in the but chest. It hit you in the chest? Yes, it did. Because it's, it's sad. Because they're not saying, I think white women are beautiful. They're not saying, I have a preference for white women. They're saying that in rebuttal to this conversation because they're tired of the black woman that won't go to the gym. They're tired of the black woman that doesn't have a hot meal ready when he comes home from work. They're tired of shit like that. So they say, you know what? What's the what? Where can I go now? What can I do? Do now, because every black woman I, I I encounter got that attitude. I don't need you. I don't want you. I don't got to. Girl, I don't got to cook. You doing too much. That's the attitude that have us by ourselves. And I think that's a cop out too. You by yourself because don't nobody want you. And now you just saying you don't get attached. That's what it was back in the days when you was like, oh, I did it myself. I don't want a boyfriend. I want to be cool. I'm in college. Guys aren't ready for a relationship. Did I deserve a relationship? Yes. Did I feel like as a woman that in my heart that I wanted one, of course, I was just in an environment that wasn't conducive to it. So I conformed. I conformed to being what you would call a hoe for my college period because my environment was not conducive to me looking for no man. It doesn't mean I didn't want one. I think it's the same thing going on now. These women that say they don't want a man, they're lying. They just too lazy to get a good one. They don't want a bad man. Ain't nobody gonna turn down no good man. If Obama wanted you, you would say absolutely, but he don't want you. Combat that. Rebuttal that. You ain't turning down those women that are saying they don't want a man. Ain't no good man knocking on the door. That's that. Thoughts. That's a fact. On that last statement, hell yeah, she right. I don't know one. I don't know one mature woman that'll turn down a good man. For real, for real. I don't know one that then been through the been through the shits and all that. You know what I'm saying? But problem is, you can't even get in spaces with them good men. Yeah That's the problem Because your mind set off That's the problem You know what I'm saying So everything she said was true Everything So I don't know about pushing us to white women I don't know, know about that I do I mean I, I do know about it I wouldn't Go say ahead. pushing to white women But I mean just outside in general Right Because uh-huh. Because again I'm like if you really think about it but let's, let's, let's just sit back And let's think about our own personal lives mm-hmm. We in a space where people throw around a lot of statistics A lot of studies Whatever, but most dudes that I know who date outside their race, outside of our black race, were looked at as lames in the black community. Yeah. It wasn't a situation where it's like, okay, now nah, I grew I grew up aspiring to be with a white woman. What the what the story is, is typically I grew up, I was in my, my black neighborhood, I didn't fit in, the women didn't want me, I would shoot my shot and they would curve me mm-hmm. over and over and over again. But then when I went to talk to this this white girl, she was she was vibing with me, and we just picked it up and then went from there. So now, I, I date white women now, but it's not a situation where it's like, oh no, nah, I was bred, I was taught since young, and oh no, nah, I want to be the white woman. Black woman, hell no, nah, I'm good. 
That's why even even in a lot of these spaces, a lot of these dudes is talking from just pure resentment. The whole yeah. red pill community, like a lot of that, like extreme red pill, all that stuff. Like these dudes is talking from a place of resentment. They didn't got curved by these women, and now they have a platform to speak their mind on, you know, now they may have got some status, may have got some money, whatever the case may be, and now I get to take all my vitriol out on y'all for all them days that y'all curved me. It's no different than this. And a lot of black women don't don't realize that. Now, when the same dude, that nerd, who was lame in the neighborhood, you wasn't given no opportunity, hell no, nah, I don't want to go on no date. Ugh, don't get, just get away from me. Da, da, da. The same dude, 15 years later, is a multimillionaire. And now he's dating a white woman, and you looking at him like, oh, this nigga sold out. Yep. <laughs> the same woman. Yep. But I mean, were those same white women trying to holler at that nerd back then, too? I think that's the problem when when a black man gets that money, mm-hmm. he's already throws the, the black woman out. Now he goes for a white man who's already gonna accept him for his money. That's true. They weren't shooting at him when he was a nerd. That's he went and shot at them when he got the money. And, oh yeah, they're gonna accept you. But yeah, see they're gonna do what you wanna do. But see, real quick, I ain't I ain't even talking about a dude that that made it to Bill Million. I'm talking about regular everyday Joe Blow niggas. Mm-hmm. Even even at Memorial, we all it was a couple dudes that I could just now I ain't gonna say no names, but it's a couple dudes I can name right off the top of my head. Who the black women that he wanted never gave him no chance at all, and these wasn't top elite black women that he wanted. These are the chicks that I wouldn't even. That's another conversation. What I'm saying is this: they didn't want him, but then when he would go to Needleland or he would go to PNG, he getting love. So now he's dating that type of woman. So it's like again, can you blame him for that? But addressing your point about the black dudes who get famous, get money, and then just dip, and now I'm dating white women now. A lot of times, environment plays a role in that. Right, so if I'm dating black women when I'm young and I'm broke, sure, that's because I grew up in a neighborhood full of black folks. But now that I'm a millionaire, in the environment that I'm in, I live in Encino Hills, I live in Beverly Hills, I live here now. It ain't no, ain't that many black people there at these parties I'm going to, Odell Beckham House and all type of shit, Drake parties and shit like that. It ain't just a bunch of black women in these parties. Let's let's call it what it is. Mm -hmm. So these are the women that I'm around. So of course I'm gonna meet a chick that's outside of my race. So you know, again, it's it's a it's, it's a story behind it all. But is that for is that the black woman forcing them over there, or is that his environment? Well, in in that scenario, I would say that's his environment because he he actually was able to pull a black woman when he was younger. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking, about, but I'm saying it's a lot of dudes that can't even pull one, like want to, but but can't pull one. That's, that's, that's honest, bro. Leak. But for the white woman that's pulled, would you say that they weren't wanted by the white counterparts? I don't necessarily think so. I think I think a, a lot of white women are just intrigued by us. Like black men, just in itself, is a high priority of man. That's just what it is. We got the swagger. We dress well. We smell good. We tall. We athletic. We this. We that. And especially if she grew up in a in a white environment, that's that's just something foreign. It's something some different. Ooh, let me go see type of shit. So yep. that that's what. Even if you a lame, he could be a lame nigga in in our in our environment, mm-hmm. but over there he a god. And I know that because a couple of dudes, again, when we was at SFA, a couple of dudes, we said, hey, man, you going to Memorial? No, nah, I ain't going to Memorial. I'm going to PNG. I'm going to Needle. I'm going here. I'm going there. And these are the same niggas that we was at SFA where it was, you know, a lot of black folks. So at Memorial, a lot of black folks, they wasn't getting a second look. Was nobody over here. But at PNG, he a god. Needle, he a god. Starting on the football team, all type of shit. Women everywhere, this, that, and the third. Because he's just in a different environment. And he's foreign. He's new. Ooh, shiny toy. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times That's what it is But did the black woman Force him there Or was he got into An environment where He was the star now mm. Yes they, they, He conformed <laughs> to the environment Yeah so he conformed Like now when I became a star Yeah if he was a star At Memorial or something Shit the black woman Want to wait for him That's right. a fact 
Yeah. But now he wasn't a star there. He was a lame in Memorial. So he went to PNG or somewhere where he's a star. They don't care what they see bankroll. Oh, he might he's a he's a starter QB at PNG mm-hmm. now. Motherfucker, hey, I'm I'm gonna go for he could be ugly in the mother. He's a starter now. I'm gonna ride that ship. And the thing is, you you're right, Kenny, but we can we can take it off of a motherfucker that's playing sports. We can take it to just regular black dudes at Memorial. Wasn't playing no sports. Went to Needland, didn't play no sports. But he was still pulling holes at Needland. He I, wasn't I, I, pulling I, I, them here. I would have to see what they look like. Okay, okay, okay. We get off the pod, I'm going to tell you. Does the quality matter? <laughs> when we get off the pod, I'm going to tell y'all the names. I, I know black dudes that date white women. Yes, but they ain't, you know what I'm saying? If you ugly, you're going to get another ugly white woman. You ain't going to get the baddest white woman. Well, shit, and t- to be honest, dude, uh, a lot of black women in our community don't give a damn in terms of the how she looks. They, they mad that you got a white woman. We could we could look at uh, what's her ghost or Mari Harwick, first wife. They was looking. She was again, and I don't. I don't like calling no man, wife, whatever. But they were saying that she was not attractive. That they didn't give a damn. It's like, damn, you done went outside your race. All these black women. Da, 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 da. So that, so that, that's all that they be mad about. It ain't even about how she looked. But again, a lot of those same women would curve that nigga if they if she met him before he, he blew started up. dating them chicks. Look at look at Russell Wilson before he got before he got with Sierra and found found his swagger. Mm-hmm. Nigga was wearing Nike Monarchs as a millionaire. Married to a white what woman. What are we talking about here? He, he and was, was getting overlooked. Oh, he corny. He lame. He didn't he see was that. saving money. Now he got with Sierra and she done swagged him out. Now it's like, oh, well, yeah, see this? No, he fine now. He the same nigga. He looked the same way. He just, he just has a different swag about himself. And you could have gave him that swag. But when he was wearing Monarchs, no. you wasn't looking that way. So he had a white girl. Well, he was dating a white girl when he was wearing Monarchs. Maybe she made a swag like that. Yeah. I don't know what Russell Wilson was wearing Who when knows? he was at. Where he played at? Indiana? Uh, Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. He first. went to Wisconsin. Come on, man. Wisconsin. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, man, but but again, environment plays a role. Come on, but man. We gonna environment keep it plays a role. All, all them big schools is all white. We're going to keep it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Environment play a role. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All the big schools is all white. Only the football team and the basketball team be black. Yeah, but but I mean, what, what I'm saying is this. You look at somebody like a Jordan Peele. You look at somebody like a... Even Nick Cannon. Let's, let's, let's keep it real. Nick Cannon didn't have no money. People would say he a lame. That's a fact. Man, he corny. Uh, he didn't I see can't, that. I can't Nick Can, um, uh, Bow Wow. If he didn't have no money. He corny. Bow he a lame. He's doing all type of shit. 10 years old. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying hypothetically. Take that money away from him. He'd be looked at as a lame. But we can make out a whole bunch of hypothetical situations. Let's be what's facts. When he was 10 years old, he was hot. Oh, he was on he was on the whole. He was hot by all the young black girls. Everybody wanted to be like Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. Nick Cannon, he started on Nickelodeon when he was what, 16? Right. 15, 16. He mm-hmm. was hot then. He he wasn't hot then. Yes, he he didn't he didn't get hot until he was in movies. Nah. No, on, he was bro. the lead That's Nickelodeon. Nah. He he wasn't no lead at no Nickelodeon. He was a he was a member. Nah, he wasn't no lead. But on, but man. again, let's up. take it away from there. Look it up. Let let's take it away from there because we are diverting from the point. Let's look at somebody like a Jordan Peele, mm-hmm. who who was when he was growing up, admittedly said he was not in the popular crowd, wasn't in the cool crowd, whatever, whatever. Now he's a multi millionaire director mm-hmm. with a white wife. And getting ridiculed because he has a white wife by women who back in the day wouldn't even looked at him fucking twice. That is a fact. That's the that's the problem. It's always okay when he get to success. Oh, blah, blah, blah. but when he was wearing Nike Monarchs and bootcut jeans, you wasn't looking at him. Hey, that's our community though. Exactly. That's our community. You know what I'm saying? They they ridicule or they they look down on a dude. You know what I'm saying? In a sense, that's all about his books. That's not worried about the swag and all that. Oh, nah, nigga, I ain't giving you the time of day. They go chill with Pookie and Ray Ray. You know what I'm saying? Someone may get pregnant from Pookie and Ray Ray. Sierra. No, clearly. You know but go ahead. 
And then well, I, I, I can I can agree with that, but we could say the same thing on a dude. And you see a, I'm about to say we you say see a woman to a walking woman. around with a goddamn ch- holy church dress on, fully fully knitted down all the way to her, her ankles. You ain't giving her the time of day when that's you see a girl true. walk by hey, half ass naked. That's true. I, but the one she thing a nerd I know, with the glasses, big ass glasses, don't tap them. Those her hygiene look kind of off anyway. Because you know most of these nerds, most of these nerds <laughs> have bad <laughs> hygiene. Yeah. So why are you gonna talk but to us? You got men, bad hygiene. I don't know. I think men are looking more potential. That's what I'm saying. It, 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 it depends on how um, she looks. A man could young. date a nerd if she a cute nerd. A dude, Come a dude on, would date her. If we talking about nerds, we know how nerds look. They bad. You said swaggy, dressing, shit like that. No, I said she cannot have. She got. She gotta be like fully Down clothed. To her ankles, nigga. <laughs> niggas don't niggas can see that ass in a in a, in a paperback too. Hey, hey, what are we talking about? I can't. What are we talking about? I knew a chick that was a nerd in high school. Fine as hell. Come on, All she wore was skirts. Come on, bro. Come on, fam. All she wore was skirts, and I seen. I don't that think. Ass no, we don't. Skirts. We don't judge as hard as women do. But if you had her with the skirt all the way down to her ankles with the big ass glasses, most nerds have bad hygiene. Let's be real. The one time she take her glasses off, she's gonna we, do we it. can't say that, man. You gotta show me the stats. You gotta show me the stats. Most nerds don't. I can't Pimpled say that. Up. And you got old girls on the cheerleading squad walking around here looking like goddamn me, Beyonce, when we was young. Okay. What are you gonna take the one that's on the cheerleading squad first, right? You gonna hit both of them if they fine. You are. You are, That's and, and you and come on. I, you you ain't gonna lie. Fine. You can't hey, say they fine. Hey, if the nerd hey, is fine, he gonna hey, get women. Hey, uh, then on top of that, uh, no, no, yes. not the nerds. Not yes. necessarily. Yes, uh, not necessarily. Come on, man. That's that, that, that's bullshit. On, and, and we know it's bullshit come because on, again, most of these dudes that's in the NFL or the NBA are, look fucking horrible. He got to be the nerd of the nerds. That's like the only way. So again, he in the NBA, he got bread now, so all of a sudden he attractive. The same nigga was ugly back in the day before he started before he picked up a basketball and was getting looked over. You a lame, you a nobody. But oh shit, you going to the league? Oh, he attractive now. That's how that shit goes. He he looked the same the whole time. I get what you're saying, Kenny. That's just real, bro. I think our perspectives though, we look at women differently than they look at us though. Cause we don't worry about status so much. A that's woman, that shit don't a, matter, a status bro. that kind of amplifies your attractiveness to a woman. Niggas we don't, we don't care. If he can say a woman that was a nerd looked like motherfucker said, "Oh, now she on Oprah, have her own TV show host." Niggas gonna go for that. If she ugly, I, I still don't want her. For you, I but still don't. Niggas want her. are thirsty out here. I don't, I don't think they niggas gonna go, gonna go for. Her. If, if she if she was ugly back then and she she got money now, niggas ain't going for that. If she she just ugly with money, okay. Come on, bro. That's, that's okay. called a space. Um, okay. Different. What's okay. old girl that played uh, 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 Precious on whatchamacallit? Give a fuck that Precious a millionaire. I see her in public. I'm, I'm not attracted to her. But she was getting dudes. The white dudes. I don't. I don't. And I can't. Yeah, I can't. Hey, so whose fault is that? Is the, is the black man forcing her to the white man now? That's yes. what you're saying? Yes. So, so it's both our fault then? No, it ain't. Because what? it happens more often on their side, bro. We ain't going to do that. Because women don't do make big money like that. Women, come on, man. Well, we're not if WNBA players made but, that much money, but statistically, the women marry outside their race more than we do. And why and, is that? Why yeah, is that? And they are more successful. In why is so. that? Because the black man forcing them to race? No, because the, man, outside they the race? black man is tired of their shit. Oh, 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 that's a whole different Let's conversation. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. I'm just saying, man. You gonna make an argument? Gonna have to be on my side. That's real. Let's talk about it, Jimmy. But I mean, but but again, to to get back to the point, I think the point of the point of what she's saying is that the common notion mm-hmm. is wrong in terms of men who date outside their race for the majority part. She's saying that 
most black men do not just desire to just have a woman that's white, mm. a woman of another race. Yeah, a lot of times they tried to date black women, got curved, and now it's like I'm I'm, I'm going to go where I'm appreciated. And all I'm saying is those men shouldn't be villainized for doing so. Mm. That's I, all I'm I, saying. I agree. They shouldn't be. So we it's, just argue for 30 minutes for nothing. Same on other end. But, uh, but, but women aren't villainized, though. Yeah, that's true as well. We they get like, praised for going over thing. there. Yeah. They oh, get you praised you for going over there. other women. You, men can't get on, online and say she'll she sell out because they're going to get fired up. Exactly. They, that, I don't care about getting fired up. You dating the other side, you know what I think about. <laughs> These are the views of smooth <laughs> and smooth <laughs> only. All right, on to the next situation, man. We had a young man that was on here speaking about the plight of being a man and how we are taught that sex is what makes us men. I'm going to play the clip, and I'm going to get y'all a response to what he had to say. You really don't even know how to treat a woman because you haven't even seen your mom being treated the right way by a man. Mm -hmm. So it already messes our minds up to begin with as men of not knowing how to treat mm -hmm. and then i just spoke about this on social media so it's ironic you say this then when pornography comes into play because you know when you hang it around your homies I just saw your that. big homies yeah you know they tell you that yo chasing sex is what makes you a man that's what that's what makes you that that guy like yo I, I hit that Yep. You know, not realizing that they never really taught us that, no, chasing sex wasn't what made you a man. What made you a man is taking care of your family, making sure that your mom was straight, making sure that your siblings were straight, making sure your wife was straight, mm -hmm. your family was cool. Nobody ever taught me that. Nobody ever taught the other my other peers that information as well. So okay. we out here lost because the big homie was telling us the wrong information. Mm -hmm. And I think that... That's real. Mm -hmm. um, thoughts? That's real shit. Can you guys think to a time in your adolescence when you may have been guided in the wrong direction? And how did you steer back right? <laughs> I don't think I've ever been nah, guided in the wrong direction. Once. Oh, man. I'd have done some off-the-wall shit, but that was all my own doing. It's all free will. I hadn't been taught, told and taught the right direction to go. I just, like a kid. Just don't give a damn. Yeah, you said don't do this, but you know what? I'm gonna try it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a product of my environment. You know, what I'm saying most people are products of the environment. You know, what I'm saying like most people are gonna be what they see. That's just how it works. You know, what I'm saying I say that a lot. So if you if you living in the hood and you you never see your moms or, or some some of y'all just have y'all dads, if you never see them with with a woman or with a man and they never been loved and they just go and bust their ass and all that type of stuff there. When you become a man or a woman, that's what you're gonna be expecting out of life. You get what I'm saying? You ain't gonna know what partnership is, and you ain't gonna know how to treat somebody, and you ain't gonna know how to cater to somebody. You ain't gonna know what what a relationship sacrifice is, because job sacrifice and relationship sacrifice is totally different, two totally different entities. You get what I'm saying? So I get what he's saying, and I feel that that's true. Most people, and mo especially men, you know what I'm saying? Because we're gonna face it, most men are followers, dog. Just gonna keep it at the bean, you know what I'm saying? Even even if he a solid dude, most men are followers. You know what I'm saying? You get the you get some men that just step out and be leaders and all that type of shit. But most people follow, and what I mean by followers is they they are what they 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 around. Mm. That's why most people only move about five mile five to ten miles away from where they was uh where they was raised. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I seen that stat. So that that's 
I feel them. I feel them one hundred percent, man. That is true, one hundred percent true. If you don't know, if you never seen how you know, what I'm saying how to treat a woman or a man, you know, what I'm saying how do you pick that up? Where do you pick that up at? You know what I'm saying? And if you've never seen your mother or your, your pop getting that type of love, where do you pick that up at? How are you supposed to get them tools? And that's the struggle that, that a lot of us go through. Even if we're a solid individual, you can get a you can get in a relationship and fuck it up because you just you just don't know. You just don't know. You know what I'm saying? And you only you I hate when people say people ignorant because you only you only privy to what, what somebody told you and what you picked up. Well, I mean, ignorance is not a, it's not like a bad. Well, I think people give it right. a negative connotation. Yeah, but I mean, it's, right. there's yeah. no wrong with being ignorant. Right. Yeah, everybody's ignorant to some extent. Exactly, exactly. exactly. You know, but in our community, that's like a, that's like a trigger word. To yeah, for sure. Off type of Definitely. shit. You know what I'm saying? But you, you man, we most of us are ignorant to the how to love somebody. You know what I'm saying? How to be a partner with somebody. You get what I'm saying? How to learn your partner and all these type of things? Why? Because our parents never had that, and if some of them did. It was a toxic relationship You know what I'm saying It was the wrong way of doing things It was the wrong way of treating somebody and all that So yeah I get it Every word that he talking about Um yeah I mean I think um Let's just be honest man A lot of us just raised the wrong way mm-hmm. We just taught wrong In terms of what we should value In terms of what we should give our attention Time and effort to You just brought about the wrong way Most men are taught Even from Married men Like If you think about it Like most men Don't even speak of Being married In a high regard It don't seem fun at all this That seems- shit sucks No I'm sorry. <laughs> Nah man I'm not gonna let you do that man Shout out oh, man. to my baby um, That shit is hell but- <laughs> Oh man Hell But I mean Just, just mm-hmm. honestly man Like growing up Older men Did not speak of Marriage with like high esteem Like yeah bro This is something That you should strive for Right here Marriage Taking care of your family Get you one woman Forever You Good yeah This is what you need To be doing mm-hmm. That's not the tutelage That we get We get Man I miss being single I mean I'm here You know I'm sacrificed Marriage ain't Sacrifice Sacrifice I done had to give up This 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 To make my family work Damn my wife All getting on my goddamn nerves I'm gonna stay at work Later than I Than I need to So I can get away From her ass And you know I love my kids But goddamn, They all on my damn, They get on my nerves They want money here, this, this. Everybody just wants Something from me Shit I'm stressed And he died at 54 so it's like us growing up looking at that. <laughs> what type of incentive do we got to get married? God damn. But that but that's real. So I think, you know, but it's a lot of times it's cause they was in just toxic marriages right. them damn selves. Yeah, right. Right. And they parents was in toxic marriages them damn selves. Right. So they can't give what what they ain't got per se. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that that's wrong And a lot of us are measured By our ability to have sex with women That's how we get status mm-hmm. a, a man could be dead broke mm-hmm. But if he can, if he has a reputation For just being able to pull a lot of women Whatever He's still looked at in high esteem In the community In the black community And that's wrong So whereas in other communities Like you looked at in self esteem By what you accomplish How much money you bringing in How many people you taking care of How many people you employing That's where the status comes from but in our community, nigga just can be out here just hitting bad hoes, be dead broke, $5 in his pocket. He still looked at it as like an upstanding, solid dude. Yeah, man, that's a real one right there, man. He got them hoes. Straight up. So I, I think that, that speaks to the programming. We got to change that. We got to start speaking about marriages on these platforms. The right marriages. Let me, let me reiterate. We got to start speaking on the right marriages the right way. 
Like there is benefit to this shit. Like it's not all just gloomy and just sacrifice and just oh man, I had to give up everything I ever wanted to do to be in this situation. We gotta stop doing that. And speak about these solid women that's out here, these solid wives that's out here contributing to your life in a positive way. And then not only that, but advise the young dudes, this is what you should strive for. Because family is the most important. Problem is, most niggas don't realize that until they're 35 or 40. Yep. So now, you know, you might have done been out here smashing all these women. You got two or three kids, this, that, and the third. So it's like, you you, you jaded now. You, when you think about legacy and shit, I got three different baby mamas. They taking my child support out. They, they garnishing my checks, all type of shit. You miserable now. To whereas if you would have had that, that, that tutelage early and getting put in the right, you know what I'm saying, trajectory early, your life would have turned out different. So, yeah, you know, a lot of us, especially in the black community, I can't speak to the other communities, but I know in ours, we get programmed to do the wrong shit. And that causes mm. the relationships to be as terrible as they are today. I, I know me growing up, I grew up totally different than y'all. I mean, my early stages. I grew up in a lot of a community where it was a lot of two parent households, mm-hmm. you know, and our parents, we didn't, they didn't, you know, show any type of arguments or whatever they had going on. I'd never seen that mm-hmm. ever. I still don't see it most of the time anyways, but, uh, even my boys, they didn't have it. Whatever. My best friend back there, but sex somehow still came up and not between our parents. It was from us as kids. Yeah. And I don't think it was us as guys. I think it was the young girls that actually initiated us into wanting to really? have sex. I was honestly. talking to my girl about this. Women are fast. Like I, I, I'm, t- I'm, I'm coming from a community where it was two parent house. Every back in Virginia, I'm telling you, every household, all my friends had two parents, mother and father. Mm. And the first time I got initiated to thinking about sex or whatever it was, you know, what I'm saying it was back then. And them women, them young girls, was hot and ready. Let's play hot and go get it, Eve. Shout out to go get it. That was that was I'm, a great I'm game. telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. I thought about it right now. Like you know, what I'm saying we we think it's different, and you know, in the black community, we come from single parent household. But you know, in the two parent household, that shit still comes up. Yeah. Like sex is still a big. So I don't know. So who drowned you first? Police. Nigga, is the police? Where was your first drowned? What was our government name? Social security number. That's, that's just crazy how that shit like now I think about like how that just came up about like I didn't talk about sex with my parents I didn't think about it I didn't think about porn or none of that until yeah. certain situations happened where I was introduced to it it's like damn now here y'all talk about it how y'all you know some of y'all didn't come from two parent households but mm-hmm. still it came about a different way from so, a, from another man mine didn't come from another man or an uncle or nothing like that so they never came to you about it. My, my parents, I never talked like talk. Parents, we never, sex. we never talked about sex. We did. I didn't have to. I wasn't allowed to watch, you know, sex movies and like that. I wasn't allowed to watch South Park, Beavis and Butthead. I wasn't allowed to watch none of that, mm. like ever. And still, see, you know what the problem is in the in the hood black community. They'll tell you not allowed to watch that, but them kids sitting around that corner like. I mean, you know, you can still sneak some shit in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My parents weren't strict like that. Y'all know my parents. My parents weren't strict like that. But you know, it's like, hey, don't do this. You know, follow the rules. But you know, we break rules and shit. You know what's why I think I think what contributes to that recklessness is what you just said. Like not discussing it. Like sex mm-hmm. is seen as just so taboo. Like yeah. you don't even have a conversation in right. the household. Mm-hmm. So when you get finally get to experience it, you're like, oh shit. This is something new. This is shiny. I ain't, you know, whatever. This is what everybody been hearing mumblings about, but I mm-hmm. never, this is new. So I'm going to go a hundred miles an hour in it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a lot of dudes do compared to like, if, if it wasn't so taboo, if 
a lot of parents was open to having that conversation with their kids young. Mm-hmm. Then it was just like, all right, you know, sex is just part of life. You know right. what I'm saying? It ain't, you know, whatever. But when you try to hide it, yeah. like they're going to treat it like lost treasure. And oftentimes that shit is going to go left. That's why you got chicks getting pregnant at 17, 18. Dudes out here with four, five different baby mamas because he in overdrive because they, again, it was so taboo early. They never discussed it. Do you think the the young young girls are forcing these young these young boys have sex first. Like when you think about it, like J Cole said in his his song, early on when I he was, was you know I was he pressured. was talking about she she said hey come over. Early on I was pressured a lot. I ain't never done this before. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying it was when I was young. I I didn't bring none of that shit up. It was another girl coming to me about it. Yeah, you know, I'm I don't know about y'all. I got introduced <laughs> to it the same way. Yeah, when yeah. I was younger, it was yeah. definitely like that. For so where sure. are they getting that from? I don't know. I never thought about that, but not no, that's true. Like that, thinking back, yeah, that that was my, my mama, first. Being honest, yeah. standing at mama door, I pee wee in there because I didn't, I didn't mama get it from keep it quiet. My uncles or my dad or nothing like that. They didn't, they didn't force me. Hey, you need to go hit all these hoes. I didn't get none of that. I'm not mm-hmm. saying y'all did. I'm saying I didn't get none of that. But the thing is, not even necessarily going to have sex with the women. They just saying you need to gather you a bunch of different women. You yeah. need to be pulling. You need to be pulling numbers. You need to be the baddest chicks. Yeah. And you know what it is? A lot of times, it don't even be direct. Like um actionable item order. Mm-hmm. It's like when I was young, yeah, I was do. I had this, 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 right. this. Boy, y'all, I don't got no idea. Y'all ain't doing what I was doing back in the day. And, and y'all got technology now. I ain't had none. Right. Man, so, was- so what that does as a kid is like, okay, well, damn, I'm I'm behind. Mm-hmm. So let me go out here and try to catch up and live up to this this legacy, which is oftentimes over exaggerated. We are gonna keep it real. Them old niggas be lying, <laughs> but let me go try to live up to this this legacy that that they talking about. And if I ain't then I'm I'm doing I'm living wrong. I my pops telling me I'm living wrong. I didn't get none of that until a girl called my house and all my uncles is over. <laughs> and my mom said, "Who is this calling the phone at the house?" My uncle's like, "Oh, oh, you got you something over there, huh?" See, huh? <laughs> oh, okay, you know. But before then, you know, playing right. dominoes, they never bring none of that shit up. None yeah. of that until they found out. Oh, you 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 got a girl now. Oh, you know, back in my day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They didn't, they didn't something like that. But I was already fucking my day since you just started, boy. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you how deep I used to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. I think you know. I think just men in general, we need to be way more intentional in terms of teaching our young men, especially yeah. the importance of a relationship, the importance of building legacy. You know what I'm saying? So that way, when we get into this shit, we ain't you know a fish out of water. Like a lot of us, literally, be when we get into a relationship with a woman that we know is solid, know is a good woman, we feel like a fish out of water. I don't know what yeah. I'm doing here, yeah. and we assume that she does. Mm-hmm. So that causes us to try to please her and to try to climb up to this. You know, moral pole on on you know this moral uh, ladder rung to where she is up here. I need to get my shit together. I need to get my money. I need to be more faithful. I need to whatever because it's automatically assumed the man coming in. Oh, he gonna cheat. He gonna do this. He gonna do that. So let me try to climb up here to this moral ladder and prove her wrong and be the man that she needs me to be. And when then, oftentimes she didn't even get the fucking tutelage then, on what a relationship should look like. When you finally climb up there, you find out Pee Wee been backing back in that back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, see, I was, I'm, I got some of both. Honestly, it was some. Well, mine was, mine was more. We talked about it, but it was just like, if you need to come to me, let's talk about it. Mm. I mean, this is what economy is, what it's used for. But then, you know, especially like football, like playing football, especially seventh grade, niggas walking around with condoms. Yeah, I'm going bust down, such and such after practice. You know, so you got all these guys having conversation about sex stuff like that, and you looking like sex. I'm, that's I'm, real. I'm barely watching porn. Like, you actually doing it? Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, so now you asking questions. Now you, 
You know what I'm saying? You hearing these stories every single day. They get out of school. Yeah, her mom, you know, her mom, her mom work overnight. So I be going home. You know what I'm saying? I go at 9, yeah. nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah. It be stuff like that. They tell you a whole story. You like, dang, like that's, that's loud. So now you feel like you got to be a part of it to share a story. Yeah. Otherwise, you sit on the outside. Hey, not knowing that you turn that little girl into a target. Especially when they're young Cause, Cause they be looking too Hey niggas get to hearing that Oh shit I'm gonna try to say That nigga don't look better than me exactly. Right Exactly <laughs> That nigga Terry bro That nigga Terry bro And I know I look better than that's that That's a fact That's a fact uh, Damn Yeah that's a That's interesting I mean we could We could literally un- Unpack that for a while We we may bring that back I may ask that in a different way Next that. time I wanna get a, dig a little deep into that Um, Last one at A Block This is a clip Speaking on why men push good women away? I'm gonna play this clip, man. I want to get y'all take on. Was she a good woman at first? Time? Why do <laughs> men push good women away? Okay, let me tell you. Number one, okay. he pushes her away because he doesn't want to elevate. He doesn't want to become a better version of himself. And he realizes that if I stay with this particular woman, I gotta be better, and I'm unwilling to sacrifice that. Number two, he's intimidated. See, many men are intimidated by a woman, number one, who knows who she is. Number two, she is secure in her right in the woman that she's become, and she does not need him for her happiness. She's already happy. She just wants to be in a loving relationship, and he's intimidated by that. Number three, she cannot be controlled. Men push away women who they can't control, especially if they have those controlling behaviors, those narcissistic behaviors. When they can't control you, when you are a critical thinker and you think for yourself, they will push you away. And last but definitely not least, ooh, he knows that he's not shit. He's not ready for this type of relationship. He's not willing to give up who he is to who he must become to be with you. Thoughts? I disagree with every fucking thing he said. Everything that's stupid at Beside the last one. Beside the last one. That's the only point I agree with. Because for me, when I was in the streets, it's like, I'd rather have five than one. Like, what? I'm not about to settle down. For what? When I got, I can take this woman, hang out with this woman, hang out with that woman. I ain't got to dedicate 24 hours to I ain't got to check in I ain't got to do none of that stuff hey you trying to hang out you trying to go get some food you trying to do this we do our thing we done like there is no serious commitment so that was my reasoning behind it it wasn't because I didn't think I couldn't be a good man I know I'm a good man I'm just not ready to settle down plain and simple it didn't care how the package came if I'm not ready to settle down I'm not ready to settle down I, I mean yeah, I, I would say mine is a mine is a bit different. I, I think I think some of some of what he said was solid. Um, some of it I don't quite agree with. But I think it's in terms of pushing a good woman away, I think a lot of times it is because we are taught to prioritize the wrong things. Going back to what we just talked about in the previous segment, we are taught to mm-hmm. prioritize multiple women and to be looked at as this guy or whatever. But in the end, it ain't really no substance in that, and you don't realize that until you leave it. And get into a quality relationship. So I think just a lot of it is just ignorance on, on one end. And then for two, that that part about like knowing that I have to like knowing I'm gonna have to give up who I am to turn into who I need to be, I feel like that's very powerful. And the reason I feel that way is because again, when you out here single, 
there is no obligation there. Right. I could do what I want to do. I and again, I'm not lying to women. I'm not doing nothing. But the second that this is uncomfortable, I'm gone. Or you do say something I don't like. Breathe the wrong way. Whatever. I'm out. But when you are in a serious, committed relationship, you know that there are sacrifices that have to be made. I may not like you every day. That don't mean I could just drop everything and walk away. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you, you may, we may get into an argument. You know what I'm saying? So whereas if I'm single, oh, you cut off and I'm on to the next shit because I have no investment here. But when we in a committed relationship, I have to learn communication. I have to learn conflict resolution, and a lot of that shit is uncomfortable. So I'm gonna have to get used to doing things that are uncomfortable. So getting rid of who I am to turn into who I need to be is very, very, very prevalent in terms. And I think when you're young as a man, you can't really articulate it that way. But when you get old and you look back, you realize, yeah, that's that's more of, more of what it was. Again, just trying to live up to my own height for one, and then being scared to turn into who I need to be because I'm I'm worried about like, am I gonna lose myself in the process of doing that? I don't want to just turn into my fucking uh, Bill Cosby. That ain't who I want to be. Like I, I I like who I am as a single person. I'm 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 that nigga. I dress good. I'm cool. Every every place I walk into, I'm getting hugged. I'm getting attention from women. I'm getting like that's that's a lot to to give up for something again that we are not encouraged to do. So that that's scary. So to avoid that, I'm gonna push your ass away and deal with these chicks that I could just deal with at my own convenience. So I just, that's my I just didn't want like I, I feel what you say hundred percent, but I just didn't want to. Like it could again, it could have been a great woman, but now why not though? But, no, but, just just you, but going going back then, don't don't even fast forward. Going back then, why not though? Again, I was just about to get to it. It's just some because in some instances, it was just it took the right woman. Like I could have said all I wanted, how I just wanted to be out here and doing whatever, messing with whoever. But then in the midst of all that, if I found someone who really made me slow down, then I stopped everything. It didn't take much for me to stop it at all. But in the midst of it, yeah, there was a lot of good good women, a lot of good women. But until it was like the one that stood out above the rest, yeah, I'm not slowing down for nothing, for hmm. nothing. So for me, it, you know, it was instances where it just took, it just had to be the right person. Now, whether, whether that person was right for me or not, I just felt in that moment like, okay, this is something what I'm looking for. And this kind of direction I want to go in, not what I've been going in. Just, you know, over here was too familiar. But, you know, this person, they offer a little bit, something a little bit different that I can latch on to. And maybe I can grow in this direction because, yes, I said I wanted this, but that person is exuding something else that I like. So mm-hmm. let me, how about, let me let me try this out. Let me try to be a little different for this person. So it took the, it was just, it was the woman for me. Mm. Kenny, why do you feel like men push great women away? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, honestly, I don't know. I wouldn't know a woman's a great woman because I ain't going to get that far anyway. Because I'm going to tell you what it is from the jump. And if you ain't on the same page I'm on, we ain't going to make it that far. Mm-hmm. If she's a great woman, she stands on what she wants. She's probably looking for a relationship anyway. So we just ain't gonna make it that far, but I say like one of them is that they're not ready to. They say they want a relationship, but they're not ready to conform to you know a conflict and communication and you know some I would say submission. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trigger words in areas, you know. Yep. What I'm saying in, yep. in certain situations, you know, and uh, I think those things scare scare a lot of men away, especially a woman that's confident in what she stands on and, and knows what she wants in her morals. Mm. 
Like you could get away with a lot of things with a lot of women that's not confident in themselves and and that's true. and just there for relate. They just want a relationship. Mm-hmm. They don't know why that they just don't want to be alone. That's yeah. a fact. You know what I'm saying, saying, hey, I want a relationship because these are things I want in the relationship. And I think a lot of men could get away with that. But when you dealing with a great woman that knows her purpose and knows what she stands on, it's hard to get away with that. And they push, they will push that away, not knowing that's what they need. But me personally, I'm if I meet a good. I would say she she might be a good woman, but I say hey, I'm not ready to be in a relationship right now. I'm not. I don't care what you are. <laughs> Until the end of 2022, <laughs> I will not be in a relationship. I got a and designated I, date. I, I have a designated date. I will not be in a relationship because I'm just not ready. I learned I learned a lot of things from divorce, and I learned a lot of things that are now while I'm dating, mm-hmm. not just from fucking because I don't always be fucking. Mm-hmm. I like going on dates to understand women, mm-hmm. understand what they like, and understand what I like. So. Well, say it's smooth. Why you feel like men push great women away? Man, I feel like a lot of great women pick the wrong man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can be as great as you want and see whatever you see in this man. If that man ain't the one, bro, he ain't the move around. The problem is women women that get to complain and be in that little women's fear that they in and super feminist that all oh, these niggas ain't shit. That's because you can you can ask them about their last relationship, last couple of relationship they done poured into these dudes for a couple years. Yep. And he wasn't showing you nothing. Early nothing. early on. No, early. He wasn't showing you nothing, didn't progress, nothing. But you seen him in a different light. Maybe it is what it is. He was what he was from the door. He showed you what he was from the door. He showed you, I ain't no true hustler like that. I just need to give me a regular job and I'm cool. Oh, I ain't trying to progress like that. I'm cool. But you, you see him more than him. And then now you done wasted your time. You probably didn't had a baby with him. You know what I'm saying? And he pushed you out the door or you pushed yourself out the door because he wasn't the man that you hoped he would be. And that'd be the problem from what I see. Yeah, great women always pick the wrong man or the woman to stay. A woman to stay there under the wrong fucking leadership. Like I said before, a woman will stay there, bro. I don't know what make them stay with a dude, knowing they should leave, knowing they should have been left. Two, three babies ago, you should have been left. You shouldn't even had a baby with this nigga. You know what I'm saying? But they'll stay there just to say they married or they're in a relationship or. You know what I'm saying? He gonna get it together, girl. You know what I'm saying? All that. And then 10 years pass and they finally get a divorce. Or they finally leave dude alone. Damn, it took you 10 years. <laughs> you busting your ass and hitting your head on the wall to know this man was standing in the same spot 10 years ago? That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I and 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 I don't disagree with anything you said, but again, I gotta hold your feet to the fire in terms of accountability. We talking about men, though, mm-hmm. running to a solid woman. What reasons would you say that those men would push that great woman away? Most of the time, they don't be ready. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time, they just don't be ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, I tell you what, this beatbox got me ready to beat somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to B-Box I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be off subject But god damn <laughs> Shout out to the game man. B-Box That, that hit huh <laughs> Maybe it's too many shots in, in total one But yeah okay. Shit <laughs> Nah but for real though like, My bad My bad Nah you good Trust me You good Hey that hoe is slapping though Yeah But anyway Like like 
a man, bro, like if we run into a good woman, bro, like it don't matter how good that woman is for real. If he not ready to elevate himself as far as like being in a relationship, slowing all that down, because being a, for a man, bro, like being in a relationship, carrying your shit, being a leader, uh, that's a lot on a man, bro. Expression, yeah. That's a lot. To be committed to And women don't Like women talk about it As if it's just something that, You know what I'm saying The nigga can pull out his pocket Yeah That ain't that ain't how that work baby That ain't how that work Cause now I'm responsible for us Yep mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying I am responsible You know what I'm saying For everything about us In a lot of cases I've never known What that looked like No had no no examples like, You just expect me to pull out And just be this great man You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. All that I ain't never had to treat another woman like that. You know what I'm saying? And I may be I may be a good, respectful dude and all that, but it's different when we talking serious relationship, marriage, family, mm-hmm. leadership, guidance, you know what I'm saying? Liaisons, like yep. B said. All, it's different. That's a that's a totally different realm of man that you want to deal with. Facts. You know, so if you run into a good he and, and he can be a good dude, great dude, he's doing everything he's supposed to do as far as like he he on his path to job, goddamn me. He talks to you with with respect. He hold he hold himself accountable. He carries himself well. But if that man just not ready to be a, a a be in a serious relationship husband, he just not gonna be ready. That's mm. just how it works. No matter how good you are, yeah. No matter woman, what you trying to force, because both both parties can be his situation can look good mm-hmm. and your situation can be excellent as well. Mm-hmm. And it just seems just a match made in heaven. But if that man not ready, ain't nothing you can do. It ain't nothing yeah. you can do. So in in a sense, he's not pushing you out. He's just letting you know I'm not ready for that. You know what I'm saying? But w- women will take it as, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he may not be ready right now, but he may get ready. That ain't that mm-hmm. in a in a sense, that ain't how you should be looking for something. You know what I'm saying? Because that'll have you wasting years of your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or that'll have you That'll have you miss the man you should have went got. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And now you alone. And you resent this other man that that's still a good man. He may go on to have a, a, a wife and kid and be a stand-up guy, but that was the time for him. That was that time. That was, you know what I'm saying? All that type of shit. It just, it just fell in place for him like that. But it may that time may not been may have uh, may not have been reserved for you. Mm. Yeah. And women be resenting that part. That's the part they resent. You know, you may come on too early. You may come along too early, baby. And I'm sorry if you're too early. Circle back if you really think it. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And in some cases, in some mm-hmm. cases, you came along too late. You know what I'm saying? My nigga Kenny over there giving a giving a date on things. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't how shit work, but I understand. You know what I'm saying And I'm pretty sure Kennedy ran into A lot of great women But right now You came along too early He didn't stick around Long enough to find out Exactly You came along too early And that's okay And You gotta be able To just swallow that Even if Even if Kennedy can go get married Next year Have a family Stand up guy I guarantee you A couple women That he talked to that, that And they probably Great women Gonna resent him for that Oh, like, oh, for like, damn like, so. why not me? For you know what I'm saying? So. Well, you know I mean, it's me. I mean, what do you well, mean? Stop. Stop. I mean, let's not go that far. Stop it. It's me. <laughs> and that's right. why we talking about oh, because it's but, you. But during the time <laughs> that they, but during that time that they met, bro, 
right. what I'm saying? He just wasn't in that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he a yeah. good guy, stand-up guy, gonna treat you right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ain't gonna talk to you crazy, ain't gonna call you out your name, all that type of stuff. But relationship style and, and what he wanna mm-hmm. run and all that, baby, you just was too early. Mm-hmm. You just was too early. That's the, that's the only thing. And that's what I think women be so... They, they don't understand that you mad at that part. Maybe I was just too early. You know what I'm saying? I ain't want to double back because a lot of women have a problem with doubling back. But they be on their own time clock too. Mm-hmm. So that's nothing they going against. Yep. Yep. They want to make sure that's established. They want to have X amount of kids, hope, you know, maybe, or just married by a certain age. Because one thing I see about good women, they have a lot of other good women around them and they be in a married circle. Like they friends getting married and all that type of stuff. So they be trying to get on that same clock. Yeah. Baby, it don't work like that. You know what's crazy? How I move? I could go back around and, and talk to the same woman. Yeah, I know you yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, Because it's, it's not like if I talk to him now and this year, I won't go back and talk to him. Yeah, right. but you only gonna, you only going to marry one woman. Yeah, but I'm saying it's not like they, oh, you came around now, they, you, that's, your shot is up. Yeah. Like you're saying like, you're, like when you said, hey, you, at, you came at the wrong time. No, you 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 in the circle now. I yeah. talk to you now. You, now I know you on my radar. Now next year, maybe... Yeah, when I double back. But how many? So okay, look, look. Maybe my, when my, I double my, back. What I'm what I'm saying is when I double back. back. <laughs> you only gonna go double back. back. <laughs> you only gonna double back with one of them. Even if you go to all of them to try to see something, only one of them is gonna get that. No, I double back with all of them, but only one of them gonna stay for the triple double. <laughs> Triple, triple double, double is crazy. Triple double is crazy. <laughs> and on that note, man, we're gonna get in the quickest, man. It's, it's the beatbox. It's the beatbox, man. <laughs> yeah, but a triple double. I'm hard on Westbrook out here getting Oh my god. All right, uh first one from my Quick Hits. Don't jingle jingle. It folds. I like, like the way you work. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, this all right. Goes. All right, this it. <laughs> we gonna have fun later, dog. All right, uh, is do you give? Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Do you give for the sake of giving, or do you expect things in return when you give? Just in regular life, friendship, relationship, whatever the case may be. What's your take on that? Mm, hold like on, what say that again? Do you give just for the sake of giving, or do you give with the expectation of legitimate return? Because oh, nah, I just we we spoke on earlier in terms of Jazzy. She's talking about, oh, you know, she just may be a giver, even if it's seventy thirty. She good with that. So I, w- I want to get y'all take Like do y'all give For the sake of giving Or do y'all give With the expectation of return I give for the sake of giving If I give it up I don't want nothing mm. uh, It'd be cool to get something It'd be cool But I ain't I ain't one like Man if I give it to you I'm expecting something Even if I give some money Or whatever Whatever I'm giving you You get what I'm saying Because I feel like A lot of this shit Should be free to people anyway The niggas be making Niggas pay for shit Fuck all that But for me If I if I give it to you Genuinely give it to you I don't want nothing I don't want nothing yeah, matter of fact, I'm lying. I do want one thing. I want you to bless somebody else. I want you to bless somebody else. You know what I'm saying? It ain't got to be me. It ain't got to be somebody you know. You know what I'm saying? But I, I would want you to look at it like, man, somebody gave me an opportunity or somebody gave me something. Let me let me bless somebody else that, that that's close to my same position or that I see grinding like that. You right. know what I'm saying? Are we, are we talking relationship standards? I was going to ask that question. You know what? Because I, 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 I asked it too generally, but I, I'm talking about just friendships and everything in general, but we can't tie it down to relationships. Do you give within a relationship for the sake of giving or with the expectation of return? No, nah, I give for the sake of giving. My wife give me so much, man. Well, I'm, I'm probably rare, but my wife give me so much. She didn't gave me so much. Huh? Plus, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I've never been the one to just be like, I'm going to get this up. I wonder what they're going to do for me. You know what I'm saying? I, I've never been snake like that. I feel like that's some sneaky snake ass shit if you're doing that in a relationship. 
know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be genuine with this shit. Now, if your other part, if your other side ain't genuine like that, y'all need to have a conversation. But the the giving part of it, I feel like that's some snake ass shit. If you gotta, I look back with a, with a closed eye and say, "What they gonna give me now?" You know what I'm saying? Or oh, I ain't getting nothing until they give me something. That's some that's some snake ass shit. You don't need to be in a relationship. Mm. Mm. Relationship? Do you give for the sake of giving, or I need some shit back? I ain't just giving to be giving. I'm gonna disagree with smooth. I'm, I'm gonna say I, I give for the expectation of something getting back. I don't yeah, know if it's, if it's happiness, something. or you know. A smile or something. I expect something back in whatever something. I give you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just gonna give it to you. But I'm gonna... <laughs> right, oh yeah, I ain't Appreciate talking about being rude. You know what I'm I, no, yeah, but I, I, I give an expectation of making it your day, making your day better, making you happy, or something. You know, in return, whenever I do this for you, something that I don't want to fucking do in this relationship, mm. I expect you to do the same thing for me at a certain time point period. When I'm not when I go out to you with this goddamn to the movies or something when my goddamn football team is on, I expect you whenever you want to watch your TV show and my football team is on, you to turn the damn TV off and let me put my. And I want something back in return, right? I'm I'm sacrificing something for you. I expect you to do the same thing for me. Okay. Oh. I'm weekend so I, I am I'm giving genuinely. Yes, but eventually I need something back in return. Like if we got, we talk about filling each other's cups and stuff like that. If I'm steadily pouring and pouring and pouring and right. pouring in your mm-hmm. cup, there you go. Oh, yeah. I mean, eventually I'm gonna get empty if nothing come back on my side, unless mm-hmm. I get something from somewhere else. So, yeah, eventually you got to give me something back just so I can keep, so I can keep blessing you. That's that's all. At the end of the day, that's all it is. Otherwise, I'm gonna get it from somewhere else. And. <laughs> We know, and we know that's gonna be an issue. Keisha down the street. Um, hey, Mister Big Man. I hear they call you Oh 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 Oh. God damn. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree, man. It was it was very very dope. Artists back in the day that used the word that I had to look up when I heard it. Miss Lauren Hill said something about reciprocity. That's very big to me, man. I ain't gonna even give you shit if I don't feel like you done kind of earn that. And to earn that is gonna be by you reciprocate. In terms of like, you know, doing shit for me, that's that's selfless. If you ain't, I ain't giving you a damn thing to begin with. So I ain't even gotta worry about the repercussions of it. <laughs> so I think, you know, again, people need to like move that way. And I think oftentimes, especially women, in terms of when they meet a man, like they all do, 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 even though they ain't getting a goddamn thing. In return, and then once the man start wilding, or once the man seems unappreciative, you want to bite his head off for it. Well, you knew you was unappreciative ten good deeds ago, but you just kept doing shit. You just kept doing shit. So nah, it should be a situation where if I'm if I'm doing things for you, if I'm being considerate with my time, I'm a busy man too. Shit, I got shit to do as well. Mm-hmm. So if I'm if I'm stepping outside of that, and making sure that you're taking care of in a multitude of ways, I need the same goddamn thing. And if I'm not getting it, it's only going to be so many times I'm gonna do it. Before I just stop completely And walk away So Yeah Reciprocity is big man Fuck all that man Pride and male ego shit man Oh I'm just I'm the man I don't need nothing That's whatever you need Nah that shit over with That's 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 1975 Cause we in 2022 We in, we in a new era We out here demanding shit Say thank Motherfucking women don't say thank you too mm. much Uh oh I don't say thank I don't know about y'all Oh god damn Oh god 
goddamn smooth. Hey. We ain't talking about your wife. Goddamn okay. me. Hey, hey. I'm saying y'all ain't got a good woman in your head. That's the <laughs> I hear from a lot of men like you don't even get a goddamn thank you sometimes. Yeah, yeah that's real. Yeah, like just a thank you. That's all you need to say to your man sometimes. Thank you, and not not after he give you something. When you wake up in the morning, just look at him, say, "Hey, thank you mm. for what? Oh, for doing this." Or you know what, baby, I appreciate that. And, and that should be mean. A and lot. always a thank you after you done done something for him. Yeah, that's mm. true. Mm-mm. That's true. Let's talk, Kenny. Talk, Kenny. That I'm, should be I'm mean. Done a talking. Lot, man. <laughs> Money don't jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. On that note, man, we gonna get the advice column. <laughs> All right, free game for you, married woman out there. Just do it one time. Tell us how to do. It. Right into the goddamn podcast. Facts. That's what it does. That shit, y'all don't understand how much that that little. I'm gonna tell you how to go above and beyond. As soon as he give you man. something, just just start doming him. <laughs> That always works too. That always works too. I'm gonna be hey, honest with hell you. Hell no, cause something coming behind it. <laughs> something coming behind it. Until he's Damn, Keisha down the street was still a bit He's like, my nigga, like, you don't wanna do this. <laughs> this is the best you got. He's like, my like, you don't wanna do this. <laughs> don't give him no more that beatbox. Um, all right, first one. This from Ativa, Patreon member. Let's go. She says, hey, crew, it's your little sister, Tiva. I want to start by saying I love the part. I listen to y'all all day at work, and it has been a pivotal role in the betterment of myself as a woman mm. knowing the role I have played in past failed relationships. Mm. So thanks. Keep up the great work and keep holding all of us black women accountable. I'm apologizing right now for the lengthy paragraph. I just want your honest opinion. So I was having a discussion with my girls. Some are single and dating around, a few in relationships, and others are married. I'm one of the single ones, never been married or had children. We were talking about the post that goes around every now and then uh, that asks who comes first, the spouse, children, or parents. As I expected, they all said children first, then spouse. I respectfully disagree with them and say that as an individual, I'm making my marriage a priority and my husband's and I a priority together is our children. I explained that I feel like as long as my marriage is good, my children will always be good. Mm. They were created from love. They need to still be surrounded by that love. They thought I was crazy to put a man before my children. In quotes, as if this was some random dude and not my husband in all caps. Mm. I just feel like if I'm married, if I married him to death do us part and I'm planning to be with him for life, why wouldn't I prioritize him? He taking care of all of us, putting everyone before himself. He needs to be my priority. So he knows I appreciate everything he does for our family. Children are going to be out and starting their own lives in 18 through 25 years. And I'm supposed to neglect my spouse for that long because as an individual, I want to put my children first. Mm. And that's only if my partner takes the neglect and feeling like not being a priority that long. Now, I'm not saying my children would not be a priority. I'm just saying not my number one as an individual. But it will most definitely be top priority of my marriage. What is your take on this topic, fellas? That is a fact. A lot of women. Hey, and I respect her. A lot of women feel that their child comes first. Right. But what you don't understand is your child is a liability to you. And what I mean by liability, they can't help you pay no damn bills. They can't help you pay for that fucking daycare. You know what I'm saying? They don't help you pay for the clothes that you put on their back. You got to feed them every day. They are a liability. They are not an asset to you. You know what I'm saying? So how, and, and let's just talk about your man on the other hand. He is all the way an asset. 
You know what I'm saying? We talking husband, nigga paying bills, goddamn me, uh, uh, hearing your emotions, goddamn me, getting shit for you, getting shit for the child, all every carrying the weight of your family. You mean to tell me this asset is not above this liability? When the hell on earth do that work for anything else? You know what I'm saying? That don't work nowhere else. But only in, from what I see in our community. Shit be like that Oh my child come before my husband And all. How in the fuck do a liability come before your husband When your husband If he leaves Your whole life changes Your whole life changes I do have one question What? Okay This is just Just a question Because mm-hmm. I'm curious Okay Is the situation different From when you Both The parent Both parents Have a child together mm-hmm. Versus a woman having a child on the outside, or the man having a child on the outside, and then they get married. So now they have a kid, but it's because one person had it on the outside. Does that change it at all? Great question. In my opinion, and I and I grew up in it, and I had a I had a friend that was in a good one. In my opinion, just looking at it, me feeling it and looking at it from the other side and seeing this man be a great in my opinion, great father, because he was a stepfather. To this, to this boy and raised him You know what I'm saying And, and showed him everything he was supposed to do And all that type of shit Me, I had a, I had a, I had a goddamn stepdad that wasn't shit When I say nothing Stole from us all this shit So in my opinion When when you do get married Now in relationship, y'all just in a regular relationship Yeah, you, you prioritize your kid over this man Or woman, however it worked Right But the moment you get married, bro I'm prioritizing my husband over this kid because now my husband pays for a lot of shit. We may be going 50 50. He may be, y'all, y'all may be going 70 30, which is most relationships like 60 40, shit like that. You get what I'm saying? So if this man decides to leave you two, three years from now, y'all have built this life. Let's, let's say y'all done, y'all done got y'all a house and all this type of stuff. That house, in a, in a sense, was off of his income. So when he leaves Because you putting your child first And you trying to govern him over your child And all these type of things Your life changes Your kid life changes Immediately and drastically For him Not so much You get what I'm saying So you need to treat that as such You need to You know what I'm saying And I'm not saying Just be overly crazy mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying But we talking the, the pecking order of things You know what I'm saying We talking husband, kid And then outside family members that's how it needs to be. No matter how many kids you have and how much y'all love y'all kid and all that type. Because a man, man, a man gonna give you leeway to love your kids even more. Because most men, they be like, man, I'm good. Feed the kids and all that type of shit. That's just what a good man does. You know what I'm saying? But priority and making somebody feel special, it needs to be husband, then kid. Because you got to realize your kids are going to grow up to be husband and wives and they need to see what the pecking order is. You know what I'm saying? So if you raising your kids to put your kids first, odds is if you got three kids, two of them is gonna be baby mamas or baby daddies. You know what I'm saying? That's just how the shit work. But if you showing them great structure, this is what comes first, and then all this shit come in line. In a sense, two of them is gonna be married. You gotta play the numbers game. You know what, hmm. what I'm saying? Kenny, how should that prioritization be? In terms of oh, somebody else go. Oh. <laughs> Uh, man, what she said, I agree with. Um, but then when you step outside of like the question I asked, I was just curious because 
I think that would kind of change it because especially like depending on how, how old the kid is. So it's like, cause I'm trying to think of it on the other side too, like as a kid. So you telling me as, you know, I'm 12 years old and then my mama date a man who is a good man who's providing and does everything that he needs to be showing my mom respect, teaching me how to be a good man. She's still supposed to prioritize him over me. Yes. So I'm just, I just, you know, I get what you're saying, but as a 12 year old, and a boy at that, mm-hmm. it's like, you must be out of your mind. Like, how are you going to put him before me when I've been here 12 years and you got two, three, four years in with this cat? You but you got to so, realize, as a 12-year-old, you're thinking in a 12-year-old mindset. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. But, I mean, you know what's crazy? Even in, if we change that perspective, say me and my wife get divorced and, you know, I got cans in my life and I get a new woman in my life, or... Hypothetically, not not me, but just a just a woman in general. Mm-hmm. Even a, as an adult, like I I think that's that kind of got to be earned. Yeah, that's earned. Thing, you know what I'm saying? Like just because you my husband now, you know, just like old said, I've been your child for twelve years. Mm-hmm. You you knew this man. Y'all got married in nine months. Yeah, oh, that's cold. And so he's supposed to take priority over. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I mean, I, I I get it. It's it's like really really shaky shaky ground. But I mean, I do. I, I'm gonna attack it from a different angle. I think. A lot of times, parents in general just neglect each other for children, and they call it okay. We just doing what we got to do for the kids. But you, you look up, man, and like before the kid got here, y'all was doing date nights. It was prioritization, like massages, you know, just special little little things, doing shit for each other. But when the kid get here, it's like okay, all our attention is on the child. That's it. That's all. And a lot of times, the marriage dies that way. So if the marriage dies, and y'all quote unquote prioritizing the children, how, how good is that for the child? So, you know, I think people got to make that more of a priority. It's not saying that, you know, we going to neglect the child. That's that's not what that's saying. That's saying that, you know, if our situation is terrible, the child ain't got a chance anyway. He's going to be in a broken situation. It's just like being on a boat and that bitch got a, got a hole in it, but instead of plugging the hole, you taking cups and trying to throw the water out. Yeah. That motherfucker going to go down eventually. Mm-hmm. So you need to take care of what, what's priority here. And just like in her situation, oh, my husband pay, uh, my, my husband pay everything. Well, it would behoove you to take care. You should be the number one priority there. Mm-hmm. But again, I feel like that's earned. And but if y'all have a kid together, then it, it should be automatically implied. Automatic, yeah, I feel that. But you know, I mean, that's rough though. But me, me having a kid, I mean, I I understand their mindset as well. I, I couldn't imagine prioritizing a stranger in the scenario old gave over my daughter. I I, I you know I don't know. I, I I can't wrap my mind around that, but you know, again, the dynamics of that situation would be different because I'm the man and I'm paying for things. I'm paying for more things. You know what I'm saying? So the dynamics change a little bit. But if it's a woman in that situation, you know, I I kind of get their mindset. Is it right? No, but I but I kind I kind of get they 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 mindset. Man, you want your child to be top priority at all times, and I'm just saying, just don't neglect your. Spouse in the process of doing that, right? Because you're gonna burn the whole house down, you know what I'm saying? And in the in the, the process of trying to save a piece of furniture, essentially, mm-hmm. or however the metaphor go. Mm-hmm. So, that's my take on it, man. Kenny, you got something? Or you good? Nah, he good. Nah, yeah, sitting there, he, he got something to say. Good answer, Steve. <laughs> no. <laughs> Your ass out of here. <laughs> it's up there. It's up there. <laughs> oh, stupid. Hell no. no uh, all right, we're gonna keep this thing pushing. Um, move it along to Queen J, Patreon man. 
says, hey, crew, I recently came across this video on IG of Toby Wigway's page from about a year ago and would love oh, to yeah. hear y'all's perspective on what he has to say. Toby states, quote, unquote, love is enough when it's real love. Do y'all agree or disagree? What are y'all thoughts on how he describes love? I just started listening to the pod a few months ago and haven't missed an episode since. Y'all are really dropping gems and have inspired me to make necessary changes in my life. So thank y'all for that. I'm from Beaumont. And I love that y'all are a great representation of 409 and our black culture. Peace, love, blessings, and success to all of you. Side note, at least once a day I find myself saying I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Much love and uh, respect to y'all. Hold on. She attached the clip. Let me see if the clip play. What's this again? Uh, the Toby is the rapper from uh, oh, Houston. Yeah, no right? he's from, yeah, he's from A-Leaf. Okay. Damn, I wish I, had, wish I had a clip of what he was saying. Hold on. Let me see. Fat, next question. Well, that was a good answer. Fat, do you agree? Is love enough? Yes, fat. Toby, answer the Nah, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Love is enough if it's real love. I used to think love wasn't enough. I used to think you had to be like in love. I thought you had to have like the euphoric feeling and all the little giddy little butterflies and doohickeys on the inside of your belly. But you don't need that. Love is a choice. It's not a uh, feeling. Love is a command. It's an action. It's a choice that you have to make a decision every single day. And then the, I, I feel like I didn't start getting in little butterflies and uh, giddy feelings until like we got engaged and then got married. And then once that that, that happened, it's like the feelings uh, the feelings come and go on a regular basis. Fat, would you agree? Completely. Thoughts. Awesome. Mm. Love is on, enough. Kenny. Come on, Kenny. If it's the real love, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> if it's real love, I mean love, love is enough. Is enough love is enough. It's real love, but if it's just love, then it ain't real love. It ain't real love. So it's just basic love. A word that comes and goes. Real love would mean in love. I'm guessing. But few people. Really well, know. he's saying no, because he's saying I used to think in love was enough. Was being in love, in love. But he's saying nah, just love and just you know, again waking up and choose. It sounds like a, a bunch choice. of just jargon that know, doesn't necessarily mean anything. So it's kind of hard to to answer. No, I still got love for my past, but it ain't no, <laughs> it ain't happening again. So you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Now when I'm in love, you, hey, I do anything for you. That's you number one. I'm take a bullet. Whatever I got to do to make you happy, that's what I'm doing. But if I just got love for you, yeah, you start fucking up, hey, we got to go. Yeah. You go your way, I'm going to go my way. But I still got love for you. That's how, that's just how I take it. I don't know. Maybe real love. You need to give me a de Oh, shit. You need to give me a definition of real love and, and love, the difference between the two, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm going to just say love is, is, is not enough, man. There's plenty of people divorced right now that love each other to death. But we aren't compatible. We don't aspire for the same things. We don't communicate that well between each other. But I, I love you to death. I give you the shirt off my back. If anybody say something left about you, they getting hands put on them. Like, I, I respect who you are as a person, but we are just not compatible. I think that's what's left out a lot when people is doing this vetting and all of this. Like, looking good is not enough. Sex is not enough. How well do y'all com communicate? Like, how is y'all conflict resolution? Without that, you could love a motherfucker to death, but y'all going to clash every single day. And eventually the relationship is going to burn out. So no, real love or love, real love is not enough. It's not. And people prove that every day when they get divorced. I can't remember what the stat is, people who get divorced every day, but it's a lot. And it's because of that, that very reason. We thought that we was just going to be able to love each other through everything. Just everything. 
It don't it don't work like that. It's people that love people from a distance. And it's a reason for that. So that's my take. Is that because people don't really love and understand love? So that's why it don't work out? I would I would disagree. I think again, compatibility is very, very important here. Like again, like you can you can love more people than because again, real love is relative. That's mm-hmm. that's shaking. That's why I say it's word mm-hmm. jargon. It's hard to pin down. Cause you know, I got I got love for y'all. I love y'all. I love my wife. I love my kid. I love my sisters. I love you know what I'm saying? I, you gonna I love propose it. to me? <laughs> Hell no. Damn. You ain't doing enough for me. Get <laughs> <laughs> your hands off me. Get your goddamn hands off me. Oh, but that's real shit though. So, you know, again, man, I think, you know. You can love some. You can love a lot of people, but how compatible are you with that person? Because mm-hmm. it's different between loving somebody that I got to see every now and again, and loving a motherfucker that I got to wake up to every day. Mm-hmm. Compatibility is important here, because I may like doing things a certain way. You don't. Now we arguing, we clashing. Resentment is built up, so the relationship can crash that way. More so than you getting with somebody like, okay, you know, they like that, but you know that's cool with me. I like this. They may not necessarily like it as much as I do, but that's cool with them. So we are compatible. We able to, you know, put them puzzle pieces where they need to be at and, and be good. Correct. But that stems from compatibility. And if compatibility ain't there, I don't give a damn how much I love somebody. It ain't gonna work. That's true. But if you Oh no, because if you're not compatible, then it's not gonna work. But if you, I'm trying to say, if you trying, if you feel that y'all are compatible, but it's just not working because somebody's not listening. Y'all are compatible. That person just not a good listener. Well, 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 well that means y'all not compatible. They ain't compatible. <laughs> That's right. What? Never mind. Because I thought I, I had too much beatbox. <laughs> what the hell are you beating? <laughs> Box beat? Beatbox <laughs> Box beat. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> I just caught that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just caught that. Hey man, right, so safe I, sex, man. We t- you know safe sex on this platform. Go ahead. Though. All right, so in the Bible, it's oh no, we ain't oh, doing it. Going here, here we go. Ephesians, here we go. Nine, verse seventeen, sixteen, thirteen, seventy-six. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envy. It is not boast. It is not proud. It is not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongdoings. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Always protects. Always trusts. Hopes and perseveres. People say all the time, "I kill you out of love." Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I, th- I think that's a bunch of beautiful words, but they're saying a bunch of things that are just cliche and just common. But none of that has happen. to do with compatibility. You you can no, no, you can do sure. all those things and not be compatible. With hell yeah, hell yeah. That's my problem. With yeah, it. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, it's tough, man. Like you, you really got to get you somebody that that fits you. It's not just looks. It's not just sex. It's not just money. Do they fit you? And what it is that that you desire to be? Cause you literally got dudes out here that are, that are meet a chick who's like a social butterfly. Like that's that's what she thrive in, putting setting things up, putting people together. Like, and he'll try to shelf her or you know put on. You know what I mean? Like hell no, nah, I want my relationship to run this way, and that may last for a little while because he got money or whatever. But eventually, resentment is gonna grow there because mm-hmm. we are just not compatible. And you may love that nigga to death. We got we may have a kid together. You may be a great dad, everything, and I love you. But we clash over the smallest of things just repeatedly, just repeatedly, because we are not compatible. So, yeah, nah, man, that's how, that's how I feel about it, man. Compatibility. I, I would prioritize compatibility over love. 
If we're we gonna be honest here, because I mean, well, yeah, you gotta, you gotta think be about before you love somebody. Though. Period. Well, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I gotta be compatible before I love you. That's a that's a choice. Love is a is a choice. But but again, it's it's so many different levels of love. Like you 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 love your your parent. You know you you may love your parents, mm-hmm. but y'all may not get along. Y'all may, y'all may can't stand each other, or yeah. your brothers or your sisters, and y'all can't stand each other. Mm-hmm. Same thing in, in relationships. That's why, again. That's why you got people that 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 are divorced. Like my, they may have been married twenty years, got divorced, and just hate each other. But I still love you. I ain't gonna let nothing happen to you. If you need something, I'm there. But we we just don't get along. Love for, not love. Okay, see we see, we see we it's like levels. splitting it's splitting levels. hairs now. It's levels. Loving you is easy because <laughs> that's a damn lie. <laughs> Do 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 do, Reggie. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. You <laughs> did my dog wrong on that stage. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, last one of the day, man. It's from Cameron Patreon. Let's try. It says, hey, fellas, I want to start off by saying I love to show you guys are the goats of this podcast and shit, for God real. Yeah, me. You guys have helped me become a better man with the knowledge in the game you guys spit every week. Keep up the great work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a problem. I was hoping you guys could help me with. Growing up, I was never a popular person by any stretch of the imagination. I've always had trouble making friends and socializing with other people. I'm now 25 years old, and it is something in, it is something in still. Uh, I still struggle with it to this day. I have done some self-reflecting and realized my people skills are just plain trash. I don't really know how to relate to a lot of people and my conversation skills need some work. I would really appreciate if you guys could give me some suggestions on how I could improve this area of my life. Like I said, before you guys are kings and keep up the great work. So what do you need the advice on? He say he just his people skills are just terrible. He don't he don't talk to people well. He don't socialize well. You know what I'm saying? He's a good dude, solid dude, but he just he just have trouble like communicating with people. Man, you got to work on that, bro. Practice, practice, practice. Practice and always stay <laughs> calm, bro. <laughs> this nigga Kenny crazy. Kenny what he said? This nigga Kenny crazy. But what? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I ain't gonna say what Kenny said, dog. I know what I'm talking about. I ain't gonna say what Kenny said, But look, he need like like <laughs> stay calm, bro. I'm sorry. All he gotta do is just stay calm and talk. Even when somebody pissing you off, bro, this is how you got to think about it. I'm only going to control what I can control. What's in my possession to control, whatever that is around you. Everything else, fuck that shit. Mm. Man, let that shit, man, let that shit roll off of you. You know what I'm saying? You can't control somebody else's tone. You can't control somebody else and what they doing, all that type of shit. You only can control what's in your grasp to control all the rest. Fuck that shit. Mm. And I guarantee you, your people skills will be better because you'll start looking at people like the moment you start having conversation with them, you will know if they solid, you'll know what they're capable of doing, all that type of stuff. Just off of you stepping back and understanding their perspective. That's all you got to do. Yeah, um, I would agree. I think, man, the, the only way to break that is by you just literally breaking that. You got to talk to people. You get you got to get out there. You got to put yourself in social environments, not the club, because you can't really have conversations. Motherfuckers with loud music playing, but just 
like general areas, bro, like quiet ass bars or like, you know, fancy restaurants, shit like that. So where you can meet somebody at a bar and just try to practice conversations. And uh, the go the great part about it is you ain't gonna never see these motherfuckers again. So it don't matter if you feel embarrassed or whatever the case may be, but that's where you hone your skills at. It ain't no way to do it. You can read as many books you want. You can do as many research as you want to do. Ain't none of that shit gonna help it. You need in-game experience. Mm-hmm. And you need to go out there and get it. Whether it's functions that y'all may be having amongst the family or you know, the homeboys might throw a little kickback or whatever. Those are great environments for you to practice your skill set. And eventually, you're going to become a little more confident. You know what I'm saying? And and once you do, then you're going to be good to go. Also, I think you need to work on your, yourself just in general. I don't, I don't know how you look or how you dress or your style, so it's kind of hard to, to, like, pinpoint that. But I know a lot of times people who have trouble like socializing with people, a lot of times they, you know, they can they can improve in those areas as well. So make sure that you're dressing good, make sure that you smell good, because a lot of times those shits will open up a conversation for you. You won't even have to initiate. Well, I mean, you walk by a chick, oh my god, you smell so good, boom, that's a what conversation that? starter. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's it's little shit like that, but it ain't no way, it ain't no advice that we can give you that you could just, all right, let me try this tomorrow, boom, and I'm gonna be good. Right. It's a situation where you got to work on it. You know what I'm saying? Put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. And then on top of that, walk in the room with your head up. I care less where you're at. Yeah. Always walk with your head up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Scanning that room. Don't come in with your head down, your hand in your phone, your, your, your head in your phone, all that type of shit. Come in there with some confidence. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And the, and initiate the conversation first. That's how you get your practice up. Don't let somebody talk to you first and all that. Even if you get on the elevator, you can just say, hey, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, how y'all doing? Like, all that is is getting that shit up. And no matter how minute that is, you don't know these people from nowhere. Like, B said, you're not going to see them ever again. Oh. So that little interaction that you're going to have with them, that shit helps. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's what I would say. Kenny T? Uh, say, uh... He ain't got no damn people skills. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, uh, go into a comfortable environment. Of area where whatever your hobby is, where it's playing games, playing tennis, playing golf, whatever it is, go to an area where that's where that's known, where they have like maybe a little bar or somewhere, a little area, a lobby area where you can sit down and maybe meet some other people that have same hobbies as you. Yeah, and y'all can co- conversate about certain things. That's the easiest way route to me. Yeah, you have a few conversations and, and dip out, and then you work on going to uncomfortable environments where you, you know, what I'm saying you don't know really nobody. You just at a bar sitting and you sit beside a, a woman or a guy, whatever it is. Hey, yo, hey, what you doing there? Uh, you know, just getting a drink. Hey, what you eating? That looks good. Mm-hmm. And so, with a lot of a lot of conversations start. Hey, what you what you got there? That looks good. Think about ordering that. And all of a sudden, you you get a conversation started going. Yeah. And you can vibe with how people if they want to talk, you know when somebody want to talk. When they don't mm-hmm. want to talk, they gonna oh one word. Oh, this this. We can all right. that shit up. Yep. All right, cool, cool. It is what it is. But you you know you made an effort to talk to somebody so. Yeah, I, I agree. Also, man, I think this is this is something that could like help you in like in a more actionable item type of what you call it. Like, write you down ten open ended questions in terms of conversation skills. Like, you done you done been around people who done had you know you done been around a lot of conversations. You done been around whatever, so you you know like what people would expound upon. Use your skills, or if you don't have none, just again YouTube is free. There's so many different podcasts. Battle the sexes. Watch how battle the sexes. Different shit like that. And just come up with you like 10 open-ended questions to ask somebody. So that way when you are, when you answering questions, you can hit them with one. Because the one thing is for certain, people like to talk. They do, especially women. So if you asking them things, you know, 
they like to talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. To, if I'm gonna be even more honest, so if you can again learn, you get you about ten open-ended questions that you can just go to that it'll be muscle memory when you're talking to these people. You'll realize that those conversations will go a lot smoother once you like get them talking. And then if they say some shit, then you can always detour. Boom, go off what they say, and then ask another question. Or you know they ask you something, boom, you get into your bag. But then you finish your bag asking them another question, and it's just a back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But because because you got you ten go tos, it ain't gonna be no awkward silence. So th- that's what I would say. But yeah, just just learn how to ask people open open ended questions. If you don't listen to nothing else on this part. People love talking about themselves. Help them. Mm-hmm. Sample and plan. Yeah, I'm with all that. I'm with all that. Just experience. You just need more experience, man. You need real time experience. So whether that's at the grocery store, whether. Paying a bill, whatever it is, like you just need to have more conversation. Just you know, just some light. Yeah, just practice, 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 and then you be good. But yeah, everything they said is facts. Dress and appearance is also important too. Yep. Know the environment you go into, or how you dress. Don't be dressed down in slacks and all kind of stuff, and you going into a laid back <laughs> chill spot. <laughs> Don't go to no fact. no suit and tie casual area, and you coming in there with a hoodie and you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. No, that's a fact. Get your style up. That's real rap right there. And on that note, man, we're going to wrap this thing up and get up out of here, man. They, they told us we can't shout out our social medias no more. So do be. you guys have any last words for the audience, man? Nah, I ain't got nothing. I got uh, some. Shout out to the motherfucking 50K that we had on you. Damn me. Fact. And shout then Lex and Drea, you know what I'm saying? We're about, yeah, to, go, about to go see show. they live show. Shout out to Poor Minds for sure. Shout out to Poor yeah. Minds, man. But yeah, man, again, I just want to say, you know, I appreciate everybody for rocking with us. We done got a, a whole influx of new supporters, and we appreciate y'all, man. And we're going to keep on providing y'all this content that y'all know and love. And, uh, you know, keep doing what it is that we do. Shout out to B-Box, the family. Try them out. Let us know what y'all mm. think. For sure, for sure. Mm. And, uh, and if you're trying to get your box beat. Get <laughs> <laughs> up, Kenny, to the DMs. It's over. <laughs> Boy, it's a damn fool, man. But uh, but yeah, so we're going to get up out of here with a record off that new West Side Gun Project featuring Stove God Cooks. It's called Big Ass Bracelet. We gone. As I look back, I watch him hey, yo, hey, yo.